0: Yesterday he wanted to make sure the ship was gonna be fair. I said, Yeah, ain't nobody gonna be on there but him and Josh. He's gonna beat him up by himself. Definitely. That's help. Okay. I'll talk to him. Interesting conversation. Hmm. Interesting. It's all good. We should be about live right now. Indigenous speaker. What the hell is you eating, Booja? Well, that must be. What is that noise?
1: Oh. What? Tighten
0: up. what I do? That ain't me.
1: No, nah, tighten up. What? You know what I'm talking about. Tighten up. You know what? Yeah, what? Where you, where you sitting at this weekend? Home. Tighten up. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know I'm talking about that, huh? You been quiet because of Baltimore, nah, nah, nah. I ain't yeah. quiet on that. That was a good ass whipping right there, yo. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Nah, yo, they y'all got too beat. cocky, man. Too cocky. No, nah, that wasn't it. Yo, they just
0: got beat by a better team all that right, day. Yo,
1: y'all was supposed to win that game. No,
0: nah, we wasn't, yo. No, nah, they came out there and bullied the bully, yo. That's what we do around here. We bully the bully, yo. And I think, I think if given the same circumstances, they wouldn't have rested that for three weeks. So you can't rev the engine up after three weeks. I think we all learned that lesson. And Lamar, he's young. This is second, that's not an excuse. They do the like
1: 60 time. times. Huh? He threw like 60 times.
0: Yeah, that was, I ain't mad at him for doing that, dog. They was-
1: I'm it, mad because he
0: should have ran. No, it was, nah, it was even rational through the first half, right? The throwing and the passing was equal. But then after the third quarter, after he did a couple mistakes, they ain't had no choice. But I mean, he in the playoffs before Brett Favre and Arlen was. All the great quarterbacks, they won not in the oh, playoffs right, their first and second so, year, yeah.
1: I'm just cue, telling Cue the violin, cue the violin. Nah, man, come violin. on, yo, man. I mean, listen,
0: violin. man. Oh, yo, you got a running back that's 250 pounds, yo. Jim Brown, man, yo. resurrection, dude. So you what? You can't make no mistakes against them. Not, not Jim Brown. Eddie George. Nah, that was Jim Brown. You ever know, it was Jim Brown. No, Eddie George wasn't no 240. No, no, no. Man, no. Eddie George. No, that's Jim. Dude. That's Jim Brown right there. You ever seen Jim Brown? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Jim Brown running. Yo, that one Eddie George, man. Okay. You tripping? Yo was running over people like it just, you see the way he pushed my main man in the,
1: in the back, yo? Yeah, I seen all that. Oh, he's like, get out the way. <laughs> he turned him into a lead blocker. He stiff on them and turned him into a lead blocker. Hey, look,
0: look, Black African power, y'all. What's good? What's happening? A well-organized lie defeats a disorganized truth every time hoo Wee! hoo Wee! Man, y'all already know what it is, man. Look, it's God killing the house. We come to do, we got to do. We going to do, we got to do. We standing tall. We standing strong. Hey, I'm a raw squad up. See so those killers on deck. Man, we had the after party, man. You know, we drinking a little bit of water, drinking a little bit of drinks, man, and we having a good time. Man, I hope y'all caught that powerful build on us on Hotep's channel. Yep, it was a fair one. It was a well-organized one. I think everybody got to speak. Um, it wasn't a debate though, it wasn't. What it was was a critique of a video that was probably about three years ago. Was that like three years ago, Wuja? Yeah, about three years ago, right? It's Been that long, huh? Two, three years ago, right? right
2: it, was, it was a video from 2017 by a uh, Brother Joshua Kane. It
0: was about two years ago then, three years ago. So yeah, so you know we out there lurking you might get it in one year you might get it in two years you might get it in three years but you're gonna get it ain't nobody getting away with nothing but i'd like to give a shout out you know what i'm saying uh to the brother joshua joshua king and the team you belong to you for just stepping up and that's all anybody I ever wanted was somebody just to step up and defend your damn position right if you can talk to talk anybody better walk the walk okay so um my humble opinion. I like when the young younger brothers, you know, step up and challenge, right? Just to have the heart to get good learning lessons. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that was a good hell of a learning lesson so for all y'all out there. that want to start saying somebody ain't this when they ain't that. I think what y'all need to start realizing is one. You know what I'm saying? We the first team to start saying, look, check this out. Everybody needs to source the hell up, right? We need some sources, we need some references. But y'all jumped out the damn class before the rest of the class, right? Uh, we talked about people having degrees and how powerful a degree a degree can be, right? We talked about that, right? And we put emphasis on having degrees. But like I said, y'all left the class too damn early. What you need to know is a person's propensity and vigor and study habits and methodology exceeds all of that because you can have a doctor's degree in the subject, right? And another person don't have a degree in that subject, you know what I'm saying, but got the methodology now and understand the subject and can knock your ass out. It's about the information and the data at the end of the day. That's what it's really about. And this notion about having a degree and not having a degree is ridiculous because I can bring up, uh, later on, I'm gonna bring up a list of autodidacts. These people are self-taught in a time where information wasn't even flowing like that. So now, this, the, the time we're in right now, it's a good time for people to be self-taught on a lot of different things. So it's people like Benjamin Franklin, Charles Darwin, they had no degrees, Thomas Young, they have no degrees, and they subjects that they added to. So I don't think it's fair, right, for y'all to make us have to have degrees and said subjects. Not to mention, uh, Assar has a degree, right? uh absolutely in computer science dr OMI has a degree in engineering sister knight has a degree in psychology and the list goes on right but that don't mean that they gotta do work in that particular field that's not how the europeans was allowed to do it they was allowed just to do the damn thing and they grandfathered in stuff for them all day long so we're not gonna sit around and think that we don't have a group of scholars that can challenge the European academia with or without degrees. We'll get into later on about Dr. Ben and what degrees he had, what he didn't have. Right, uh, the point. John Jackson, uh, Dr. Ben, uh, uh, um, John G. Jackson, my man that wrote uh, uh, "Nature Knows No Color," Joel A. Rogers. They ain't had no degrees. John Henry Clark. Ain't had none of them had degrees. Look at the time period they was in, look what they was going through, and we can talk about that a little bit. But I really wanna talk about this conversation, man. Now, as a student of the game, I enjoy hearing crystal clear points, right? And I enjoy watching them dance, watching them get down. I enjoy that. And my quick take, and you know I'm biased though, because I've been privy to the argument um for the last three three four five years um i fought it in the beginning based off my limited understanding of the whole subject matter but i always start out not understanding stuff i always start out where most people are but i don't stick with it i've learned that you can get off your damn position and change your mind based off of more available information so i spend time with saw and i understand his arguments um and i don't think we should put a cap on uh african genius uh, i don't think we should put a should put a cap on human genius like if a brother is talented let them do what they do let the chips fall where they fall uh, we do not promote pseudoisms, right but we absolutely positively don't put a cap on what a person can do and cannot do so the statement was made routinely that assad does not have uh a degree and that would mean he's not a linguist. Well, I be damned. If that ain't the dumbest thing I've heard in years. I'm gonna tell you this for the last time. You do not have a degree in a said subject to be excellent in that subject and to, cha- and to challenge academia. Uh, Brother Wuja does not have a degree in uh, to Egypt in or degree in Egyptology. I am gonna say that right. But I would bet my damn money on Wuja against any of them dealing with the language. I put my money on them. We can, we can line them up and send them down on that. I promise you that. So y'all need to know what we represent. We represent brothers and sisters that got degrees, right? And add to field studies that they don't have a degree in. We represent brothers and sisters that don't have no damn degree and self-taught self taught themselves. Right, understand methodology. We just represent the daggone people that want to give our people correct information, the correct knowledge. Uh, we represent respecting the elders. We also represent correcting their ass when they wrong. At least I do. I'm gonna always be respectful though. So at the end of the day, man, let's have this little conversation, figure out what y'all thought. I'm gonna let you start off, Ujah. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you you know you've been you've been at the forefront. Um Based off of me doing some study on Greenberg, uh, based off him learning languages, then uh, I guess they w- we would have to put you in the linguist field, brother. So, what you think about the conversation, though?
2: Okay. Um, well, let me let me. I just want to comment on what you what you opened up with about the degrees. Um, here's here's where it's it's very strange, and so here here's here's the challenge. Um, Asar Imhotep is being cited as not being a linguist, and therefore uh, because he doesn't have a degree. So what what the accusation is is that Assar is not a linguist because he doesn't have a degree, mm-hmm. and therefore, because he doesn't have a degree and he's not a linguist, therefore his work is not to be um, taken as, you know, serious or credible. So that's the that's the that's the implication. So I want to make that clear. What's being said is that Asar's work is not credible because he doesn't have a degree, and because he doesn't have a degree in linguistics, he is not a linguist. But here's the thing: Greenberg and Asar quoted him tonight. I'm glad he read that out of Greenberg's own words.
0: No, 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 leave that out. Leave that out. Don't say that. Leave that
2: alone. I'm gonna be okay. Ass well, up. I'm saying, but hey, these other. These other heavily cited linguists that we all would call a linguist, they don't have degrees either. Christopher Eric does not have a degree in linguistics, but yet he's, he's brought up in linguistic conversations all the time, every day, all day, and he's called a linguist. And so that's the, that's where the logical fallacy or the inconsistent logic exists to to say that Asar's work is not credible because he doesn't have a degree in linguistics, therefore he's not a linguist, you would have to say the same thing about these other guys. And so that's where the fallacy happens. That's where the inconsistent logic is. So I just want to make sure everybody understands that point that was raised. You know? So that was that. But hey, you you asked me what I think about the um the conversation. So I'm just gonna give my 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 old my high level overview. And then I guess as as you as you, as a conversation go, I, I'll chime in like in more details. But overall, I I think the conversation went very well. I think that um, the you know I was I was in the chat reading the chat. I I wasn't chatting in the chat, but I was reading it. Um, and I was trying to tell people to 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 like chill out on the chit chat so everybody can pay attention. You know, listen, listen, listen. But I think it was very fair. I saw I saw a lot of people. I saw um people. Saying that um, Asar's channel is biased, um, this is biased and stuff like that, which was crazy to me, because Asar allowed the brother Joshua to speak his 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 full time. He didn't interrupt him. He uh, played the clip of the video. Asar addressed it, and then he allowed uh, the brother Joshua to to reply, and he never cut him off. So to for people to say that it was biased and everything, that was real strange to me. And it seems like that's just a, a playing victim or crying uh, as far as that goes. But I think it went very well. I think that it was a good conversation. Um, and the way that Asar had laid it out in terms of playing a clip, that way Asar can never be accused of misquoting Joshua. You know, he played the, his audio verbatim, you know, he played it on the air, not only just the audio, but the video. And then Asar paused it and then addressed it and everything so i think it was i think that's a very good way to do that and then joshua was able to even um expound but I, what i noticed is that when joshua did speak he never addressed assar's points to in terms of his points of disagreement with joshua's um, video in the first place it was always appearing to bring up something else or as assar said move the goalposts. So I thought I thought that was unfortunate that that occurred, but outside of that, it was a good it was a good um thing. I think hopefully the audience learned a lot um through there. Now I don't know if Joshua, uh, you know, got got the points that Asar was saying uh, giving, but you know that that remains to be seen. But I think it was good. I think I think I think Joshua um did a good job in terms of um you know speaking back and forth. It was it was mature. You know it wasn't not no silliness, no drama, you know, any of that good stuff, so that that was that was very good, but that, that's just my high level just um observation of the whole conversation,
3: yep,
0: yep, 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 I agree with you on that. um, we need more brothers to step up like that, man. um I kind of felt I ain't gonna lie, I kind of felt good that the young man stepped up, I knew he was gonna get the brakes beat off of him though, and then at the end, the brakes just fell off of him, but I mean, that's part of it, man. You got to take your Lickens in this game right here, man. And if you don't got no heart to step up to take the Lickens, man, what's what's the point? Of it? You know, what's the point of scholarship? You know, just making videos and not standing on your position. I think what we all learned, though, let me tell you the big thing I learned from that. I'm going to let somebody go next. Man, under no circumstance do you challenge a damn man who can actually demonstrate what the hell he's saying. Bitches, you just can't do it. At a certain point, you just got to be the student in that. If a person can demonstrate that they can read Meta nature, you can't say they can't do it and what they are saying is wrong. You can grab all kinds of sources, you can do all that at the end of the day. If they can demonstrate what well, this says, this, 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 at a certain point, yo, you got chill. Like I always defer to them on that type stuff. Woo-jah all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll fight, okay. And then when it comes to the point where where I've reached my level of what I can go past, I got to defer to them and say, well, wait a minute, so what does this mean right here? So we had a good discussion on, I don't want to change, change this thing, but we had a good discussion on what the Egyptians believe. And so Wuja, like he do, you know, we had fight out online or fight out. Then he called me up and just hit me with some common sense stuff. Like at a certain point, you got to know if you read any text, for instance, that somebody is walking on water and your damn mind, all you can see is them walking on water. You don't know what the hell the person meant when they was right I mean, you, I couldn't get past that. What's no getting past that? I've learned how not to try to get past the stuff that you just can't get by. So I think the good lesson for everybody to learn is if you cannot demonstrate right, your damn argument, you gotta take a back seat. You just got to. So the linguistics thing is a very hard field, right? It requires you to understand math and computer science. It just does, right? If you can't demonstrate it, you don't know if Greenberg is right or wrong. You don't know if Assar is right or wrong. You just don't know. So you have to build up the understanding of it. You know what I'm saying? And just learn. So it's just crazy how we do that now. So who want to speak next? How about you? Uh, How about you, Shefran? You was in the building, right?
3: Seen a little bit of it right Shepard? Yeah, what's up y'all? I um I seen a little bit of it but I'm 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 going with um what you said. I I didn't I I don't understand linguistics enough to be able to check a saw so it was it was just a conversation that I listened to. I there wasn't too much I could uh, Critique from it, but I think both of them handled themselves well in a debate. Mm-hmm.
0: It wasn't a debate; it was a discussion of the video. Let's get that straight. Wasn't well?
3: True, a the critique of
4: the video.
0: It was a critique of the video. So uh, I'll give you some background information on it. That there, there's a language called uh, Afro-Asiatic, and um, European guy um, anthropologist. I like to make that clear. Just an anthropologist, right? That actually self taught himself linguistics. So he's definitely considered a linguist, but he taught himself that. So he was afforded the right to teach himself uh, uh, to be a linguist, right? And I'd be damned if uh, I won't support my brothers and sisters in doing the same damn thing. All right, brother Reggie reads the meta right? That will put him in the field. Brother Wu uh Speed reads the goddamn meta netcha and that squarely puts them in the field. So I'd be damned if I let people on the outside who can't do the work tell them brothers what they can and cannot do. Okay, brother Reggie has demonstrated to me, he's taken me to the damn museums, which is, I think we uh, misunderstand what going to a museum is and how how important it is for you to take your family to the museums. First of all, it's full of goddamn stolen African artifacts, man. That's the first thing that should come to your mind, stolen African artifacts. They didn't actually do good they had, it. all right? They just was taking that stuff, all right? Now these days, you know, Egyptian antiquities and stuff like that, you know, they put a lot of stuff on loan and now it's done. But but, but, but those people that create those artifacts, they wasn't afforded the opportunity to really, you know, make a statement on whether it can go ahead, it can go there. So this is an important place to start. I'm gonna say it again. The museums are the perfect place to start your studies on Africa. Oh man, like, spend it, spend, go there for the weekend, go to the hotel, uh, go to Washington, D.C. You got some of the largest museums in the world, Smithsonian, largest in the world, man. Spend a the weekend there, go to the African-American museum. You know, I took my family, I mean, just beautiful. Do that, go to New York. Right When you get to New York, contact Brother Reggie. Let him walk your ass to death to the museum, okay? The first time I even realized, which was crazy, that there's a fucking library in the museum was like, Reggie was like, here, move that curtain right there. I was like, what? He said, move that curtain, I move the damn curtain. It was a big, giant library, so all museums got libraries. You know, catalog and artifacts and just like serious work right there. So that's where Reggie spent his time at. So, you know what I'm saying, I just want to say this again, I'm going to reiterate it again. If you can't demonstrate a person is wrong and the only thing you can do is bring sources of other opinions, people's opinion on the subject matter, you know what I'm saying, you got to relax. So if you're going to argue with a biologist who's demonstrating in the lab, you can't even argue with him. You can say, well, based off of my understanding of this right here, this is the way a cell is supposed to divide. Now, now, can you demonstrate how the cell don't divide like that? And then if they demonstrate that, you know what I'm saying? Then you gotta say, wow, that's very interesting right there. So, you know, you wanna add something to that, Reggie? Mm-hmm. I think this must be on silent somewhere.
5: You done. No, I'm 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 here um i think uh going to um ancient egypt uh, or uh, sorry going to egypt and looking at ancient egypt uh is is an investment not everybody can do it and it takes uh it, it, and you know it takes some planning it takes some time um in between that there is the uh, literature uh that exists in uh bookstores and uh, and in libraries, and then there are courses in which you can take to be familiar with the language. Uh, it's important, I think, that if you're going to uh, talk about the field, you should have some language uh, capabilities. Not everybody can uh, read it very, very quickly, very fast. It definitely takes time, uh, you know, there are people who are uh, they do this with a certain uh high level of acumen. So Ujawo, he does it with a certain level of acumen in the people he trains. And then, then and then there are others who do it with a certain amount of acumen. But in the in your course of study, uh one thing is important, is uh Ankh said about the libraries, is that the libraries contain uh they contain Um, primary material Uh, a museum cannot stand without a library because all the items in a library has to be catalogued and so you need a team to put together a museum and then once that museum is as it's being constructed you need to catalog when you get the item where you got the item with Providence that you get the item uh, and then uh, if you can't translate what the item says and then oftentimes museums have libraries because uh they have to substantiate um other facts about the material from other authors so um the major we're lucky we have major uh, world-class museums in the united states uh the metropolitan museum of art is one the brooklyn museum is another we have the uh, uh the one that's in uh, uh, Penn State uh, is in, is is incredible because it deals with uh, the period of uh, uh, Marin Pata. That's there, and then you have the Boston Museum of Fine Arts, and then you have other smaller libraries where you have, I mean, museums where you have collections that flow through it, and you have libraries that it uh, floats through it. But then, but one thing about studying this culture of these people is that the materials that flow through are very important to to try to get access to so you can get a, a flavor of actually what's going on instead of having people just lecture to you and they may be wrong or right, but the only way that you can verify it is really through reading and then associating with groups of people who actually um, um, do this work. I'll stop. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah, Sean? No,
0: no, you're going to say you had your damn comment posted up there forever. Man,
1: listen, man. All right. So first I want to say uh, ETM Hotel, Rene Sean, welcome in peace. My name is Sean. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. If you watch, of the conversation between um, Asar Motep and Joshua Kane, Uh, you probably saw me say a bunch of things. Um, When the discussion uh, started, and I'm just gonna be honest with you, I never watched Joshua's critique, never watched it. So uh, what was being said was the first time that I could hear it. So in my immediate response, uh, the first thing that I actually said when the first point was played was this is not correct methodology. I was questioning the method from the beginning because when you're taught and over and over, you, you're you taught methodology, why is it important? And then you go out and you get all these sources pertaining to how to um, do research methodology what's the steps why is it important and you you, you know you're illustrating all of these these pointers in regard to that you start to notice it quickly so yeah you'll see me on garfield's channel talking about methodology you hear me you know preaching about methodology 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 and this was why this was a clear case of why uh we harbor away at these points Because from the beginning, he was already, you know, arguing from ignorance and then he committed the fallacy by appealing to authority. And then he questioned why Assar was saying that he was appealing to authority. And the reason being is because of his methodology. He relied on someone else's um, position that didn't counter the information that Asar was saying, but he just did it just because he felt like it did not agree with Asar's premise from point one in the position of the the video. So I I wanted to understand why I needed to retire the book. So when he did that and he relied on somebody else, I immediately had a problem with it. Like, no, we already wrong from the beginning. So how can we get back on track to find out, can we, can he demonstrate? So he couldn't demonstrate anything. We found that out. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't study linguistics from that perspective. We found that out. Um, He made some, he even admitted some errors in there. We found that out, but he didn't want to admit to some of the other things that was asked of him in that and we found that out. Uh, But in all fairness to to, uh, uh, brother Joshua Kane, after actually, listening to what he was doing i mean i just commend the brother for stepping up um i did say that in the chat i mean i'm not trying to be disrespectful he did have for years he had a lot to say on facebook and i just think that based on what he had to say on facebook and then when you listen to his critique it wasn't warranted it just failed it failed to meet uh, a scholastic um attempt at this and it was all due to uh shady faulty methodology you said shady it was it just seemed more personal you know what i mean like I, I don't like you and i still feel like that i mean just based on the conversation and the comments is it was more so i just have a disagreement with you and y'all think y'all better than type of a build to me than the information itself i just think the critique was from a biased perspective of I just don't like you, scholarship. That's what I think, it was personal.
0: Yeah, y'all think we better than everybody. It ain't that we think we better than anybody else. People be thinking that we better than anybody else. And then and then, in all fairness though, in all fairness though, man, the college community wasn't built to fuck with the families. They just wasn't. They was built to be to take information they was built to uh, actually lean too heavily on all the elders. You know what I'm saying? They, they they wasn't built to actually give an honest critique of the people that came before them, and they wasn't built to stand on the shoulders. They would say we're standing on the shoulders of our elders, but goddamn, if you stand on the shoulders of your elders, then then you stand on their damn shoulders. And when and when you find something was wrong, you just say okay, this does this doesn't match up with with today's reality of scholarship in science we will add that to it. You know what I'm saying? Because the elder was wrong in different things, that one does not make them pseudo. Y'all y'all have misused the term that was put out there. You know what I'm saying? For y'all to really know the difference between some good work and some nonsense that certain people have been promoting uh, for eons. You know, that term pseudo, man, you need to really look at them and understand what it is. An uh, elder making a mistake in scholarship does not make him pseudo. You know, like Benjamin goddamn Franklin, uh, they call him the father of electricity and he got the shit all wrong. Do y'all call him a pseudo? No. No, they don't. You know, I find a lot of times your opinions will mark some of our elders pseudo, right, this some bullshit because they don't agree with their conclusions, right. And not only do they don't agree with their conclusions, we are not allowed to make any mistakes in scholarship. I don't care what the hell you done did. Uh, Diops and them, Diops, DFI, Banger, and Walter Rodney, man, they was in, they, they was in the UNESCO conference and it was a hell of a discussion there. A lot of times community get it wrong because they don't read the goddamn the people in, of Egypt and the decipherment of the morai script. Right? You can get that PDF from UNESCO right along, Google that, right? And read the discussion they had. No Diops ain't coming in and wearing them out. That ain't how that went. Was the guy it was a good damn discussion, man. what the, what, what the notes did say was that shecan diops and theophile bang and Walter right them was the most prepared and that and this is what and watch this, this is what Wuja saw and Reggie and all them and all the families are doing right now. It said more study, right? in Africa, from an African perspective, needs to happen using all available science. Is what they say so when we start to do that you know our own people be trying to freeze us out of the situation people are supposed to be smarter than that so that's how i feel team osiris you know what i'm saying be doing man man the directive is to when you find somebody that's actually trying to change some ideas Man, you' supposed to get in and learn from them and see why is they going against that. Why would a saw? Why would uh, John, Carl, and Why would Diops? You know what I'm saying? And um, what's the other dude named Wuja? Uh, damn, who actually started the treaties? Not 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 Diops and Bully. Not Boley. Damn, he, he was at the Cowboys' support. I just mentioned his name just skip my head real quick deal by okay. okay. banger banger okay. god damn, well, you know i'm getting old boy let me drink some water something so you know when you when, when you see them making that challenge your first mind should not be to think that they pseudo your, your, your first mind should be okay where was black people when Greenberg and him was proposing this it was in the what was in the 40s, I believe. 40s and 50s, right? What was we doing to these time periods? Was it fair access for continental Africans to actually wade in with their languages? Hell no, it wasn't that at all. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that. If y'all think that's what it is, y'all are seriously delusional. You do not understand racism white supremacy. You do not understand the plight. Of continental Africans, you do not understand the plight of African Americans, y'all bugging. Okay, you might have a few people to slip through the cracks, you know what I'm saying, to do some things, but for the most part, it was thoroughly controlled by Europeans. Okay, from France to Britain, the whole nine of y'alls. You wasn't getting an African uh like, like you wasn't getting that. You wasn't wading in with your indigenous language saying, hey, wait a minute, you wasn't doing none of that. You was trying to fight for your damn freedom. If you was in Africa, you was colonized to death. If you was in America, you was coming about of slavery, uh, looking crazy, doing Jim Crow, Martin Luther King head getting blown off. You know what I'm saying? They murdering people for looking at a white woman, you getting murdered. You know what I'm saying? You getting hung, don't, don't, I I don't know what it's like they can't look a white man in his eye. We can't even look white people in their eyes in the 40s, in the 50s, in the 30s, in the 60s. How the hell are we gonna get some damn good scholarship? You can't go to the damn library because you got the white library and the black library, the white library and the black library. The damn black library got one damn book. You gotta steal a book from the white library to get something going. Can you go to college? You probably could, but because you're a full college, hell no, you couldn't get out to the fifth grade because you had to work for your mother and them on a damn farm somewhere, whatever the hell you was doing, everybody needed to work, couldn't afford college. Hell, white people was barely going to college. You know what I'm saying? Like You talking about a barrier, they made it damn near impossible to even begin to do what we're doing right now. It was impossible. So us right now, us listening to the show and all that, Jasper Kane, Timo Cyrus, look bro, we come from a goddamn long way to be able to get to the point where you can have a fucking group of people who can start to look up and, and start to filter the information. We come from a long way of Dr. Ben and all them. Y'all act like Dr. Ben and them was, was happily invited in the damn museum john jackson how would you think john Jay? he was born in 1917 really really at 15 could you parlay your ass in the museum no you better get your ass over there boy yeah they said that he was a boy then remember that see no y'all don't remember that You was a boy little girl how would y'all feel well, you look up at the sign and the damn sign say white water fountain black water fountain what the hell is that We don't even understand that. The walk in a building and see colored and white. What the hell is colored? That's interesting how right now we're in a position. We don't know what none of that feel like none of us. We can only look at the pictures and say, that's crazy for the police department and the fire department who are institutions that's supposed to help us and save our damn lives, actually pointing water holes with, with pounds of pressure that would hit you and bust your damn skin open. That's bananas. Think about that for a minute. And we beefing and fighting and slowing the momentum down because you don't feel like we got the grease? I be damned. So we become our own worst enemies at times and absolutely assign them are supposed to get challenged. So I respect him for the challenge. But the other shenanigans, he's got to cut that shit out. Like Nick, the last three years could have took your ass to school for real and got, because I see the brother was studying. He ain't get up there and, and didn't, he was a little bumble, 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 I ain't gonna lie. But, but he knew more about the linguistic shit than I feel like I might've known about that. But for me, I wouldn't have stepped to a saw not knowing enough about it. I would have took my ass, and you know what I mean, took a two-year class and then start talking shit to us, so I would have waited till then. So we got to get out of our own way sometime. We want a challenge. We don't want Asaw Wuja Reggie, Unc Sean, none of the families. We don't want them to go unchallenged. That's the bullshit. That's the environment that a cult tries to create. That's the environment, watch this y'all, that is the environment that the next stages, the next stage of elders, the climate they created. So after Dr. Ben died, right, and John Henry Clark and Alden was gone, there was another set of elders that created a climate where you were unable to challenge them. We don't want that climate no more. So we, 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 we you know, we flourish off of the challenges. But you come goddamn correct. When you do. Let me get somebody else talk. Where you at, sis? I know you want to wait on this. Yeah, you know I'm saying, Wuja, I'm not your favorite guy. And you was in the conversation for that last piece, that bonus round right there. What say you because you was actually the living resource? What say you,
3: sis?
6: Oh, Tef yeah. Uh piece the chat and uh the panel. Yeah. So I think um <laughs> so and Sean pretty much said some of the things that I wanted to say about um, you know, that uh, that whole show. I think um I was disappointed because um we, we were hoping to get some type of demonstration because um when you mention a particular name that agrees with your claims, um you don't want it to be half-baked. So you want to qualify uh why um, you know, why your claim is so and why a certain somebody X and Y uh agrees with you. So that was missing. So it was just about so-and-so agrees and so so says. And so-and-so. so, so he became a little, a little bit of a church. So that, that was, and and that's the meat of the whole thing. So that lacked. so pretty much that killed everything, but because I was mentioned in there, <laughs> I think they did me wrong <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because, um, I think, um, and it pretty much just shows, um, their methodology because they, Uh, they came to my Facebook page, looked around, and then um, just turned back and went and reported on what they think uh, I was all about, which doesn't make sense, because uh, you want to uh, interview somebody, you want to um, ask questions, you know, so they didn't do that, obviously, and they got a a lot of things wrong, because um, first off, you know, they started off by, um, like, I thought she was some kind of scholar, yeah, like um, if you do, if you didn't just skim through my page, you would know that I am actually the right kind of scholar because I got a degree, you know. So that was stupid. And then, on top of that, uh, they should, If they read the book, they would have known that um, I was actually being interviewed as a native speaker. It said clearly on the book, uh, in the book, and they would have actually known that I was actually being interviewed about uh, my language, which is Doluo. Um, and it's not what they call Nairobi language. I mean, there's nothing like that that exists um, in this planet. So I don't know where they get that from. So I, I think they kind of, you know, that was, you know, <laughs> I was like, they, they couldn't even research me right. So that's why I believe, you know, like they, they you know, they just skimmed through things. So they definitely did skim, um, skim through, um, you know, the books clearly and also uh, me. And I think they wasted a good opportunity because if they came around my page, they could have just contacted me and then, you know, find out more information about, you know, what was going on if they were not really ready to read the book.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the definition of a scholar is these damn days, what I do know is, I need you to be right or you be right or you wrong. wrong. Um, I'm not, never the person to push that you need to have a damn degree in anything, but I mean, if you got the time and the vigor, then you probably should do it. It's a good thing, but if you show um hell, you want to talk about degrees? I mean, uh, I ain't gonna say that. I'm just gonna stop yeah. that for a minute. But what Can I, I speak will to say, point? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Wuja. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Um, I want to touch on what the expectation, the healthy. Let expect-
3: everybody speak. Oh, i for Kofi. Oh. <laughs> I right, I think Brother Kofi is going to have to Man, coffee. <laughs> <He's gonna> <laughs> <out his, laughs> on the show. I didn't look. I'm cutting
0: up. Yeah, right you time. was mixing. Right Yo, you doing a funky robot? You go good? Ahead, uh, go
3: ahead. Am I oh, clear you now? now. You good? Oh, no. I just want to say, man. I just I looked at uh, about an hour um, of the show, man. And um, even though the brother, I'm just gonna say this. I I got respect for uh for the for the, the Brother Josh, I don't know him. I hadn't, I never looked at the uh, the video he did where he critiqued Assad's uh, book. Um, but I knew about it. But uh, even though the brother lost, he won. And what I mean by even though the brother lost, he, uh, but he won is, I mean he learned something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even though he lost, he learned something. So it was a win. You know what I'm saying uh, for him because he learned something. Um, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, I like I said, I only watched the hour, but I don't even see why a saw even continued the discussion with him once the brother couldn't demonstrate um comparative linguistics to to um, show or demonstrate that a saw um, his comparative methods is, is wrong, and he's wrong. I mean, I would have stopped talking to him um, right then and there. I would have told him to go back, uh, you know what I'm saying, and learn before you come pulling to order. So I would have just, I would have shut it down right then. But, <laughs> um, but like I said, man, it was a, uh, it was a good bill And like I said, I respect the guy, man, because I mean, most people uh, wouldn't have stepped up um, to a side. Um, he stepped up to a side. Like I say, even though the brother lost, he still won because he learned something.
1: How you know he learned something, coke He learned the, something
3: something. learned. the brother learned.
1: The brother learned
3: something.
1: He, did. he learned not to do that no more. <laughs> <laughs> Sean,
2: that's what he learned.
0: sounds <laughs> crazy, yo. In the chat, real quick before you go, hey, man, somebody said. Somebody said. My grandmother graduated college in the early 30s and became a school teacher throughout the Midwest. I bet she was only teaching black people, too. Ha! That's sure you how bananas that is. She wasn't teaching no white people, though. I bet you that. Yeah, they will not even let you go to no white schools. Yeah, so, okay, I didn't say no black people didn't get degrees. You know what I'm saying? I never said that. I said, we, us, everybody watching the stream, don't know what it feel like to can't be able to look up or look a white man in the damn face. You don't know what it's like to have to cross over to the other side of the street when a white man and a white woman is walking down the damn street. That's what I said. It's damn near impossible tasks. I know I wouldn't have made it to school. I've been too busy fighting. And you know, we all say we all would have been fighting. Some of y'all would have followed the damn rules. So let's cut out the shenanigans with all that. My grandma with the college of that. Yeah, right, her, her and who else? Come on, man. Go ahead, Wuja.
2: Okay, um, I noticed that it's, it's like frozen on my screen, but I guess since I'm talking now, it's, it's okay. But when everybody else was talking, I think it was frozen on me for some reason but uh what i wanted to address uh and i'll be quick uh, oh
0: yeah why is it okay go ahead. i'll be
2: quick uh mr kofi (laughs) but um that's not the
0: truth though i'm
2: gonna be fast so this is the thing um here's an here's a healthy expectation when someone critiques work of this caliber especially linguistics and other different fields of study this is what you should expect um rightfully so So, for example, if a math teacher gives you a math problem to work out, are you allowed to just give them an answer, or will the teacher want you to not only give the answer, but also show your work on how you achieve that answer, right or wrong? Right. That's correct, right? I'm sure everybody familiar with that, who who went through K through 12. We all had to do that in school. Mm -hmm. And so even if you get a correct answer final answer, um, if the teacher sees within your your working out of the problem that you made errors, they're going to find, they're going to know either you cheated to get the right answer, or something is, is wrong, something is funny going on. All right. And so in order for somebody to critique your conclusions, they have to have the ability to one, see your work, and then demonstrate where you went wrong. You understand that? So, I'm gonna show on my screen just a, a, as an example of of some math problems where if you evaluate these problems, I want you to see how all these problems show it, the work to be that's done in these pro in these particular problems. Um, see now it's small. I don't think people can see my screen now, huh? Let me see. It might it might change. At first it was big. But um we can
0: see it. You can see it.
2: Well, yeah, and yeah, here I'm talking about on, on the YouTube side. Right, I see. It was, it was big where it showed whoever was speaking at first.
0: Right, uh,
2: I'm not going to read these, pro- these math problems. I just want to show it so everybody can see it. And and most people should be, should be familiar with this. Your um,
1: camera
3: huh? oh, okay. All right. Is that why it's doing it? Yeah, it drive uh, we'll drive a
1: press
3: control uh,
2: plus that usually makes it yes, you big. Your your uh camera. No, no, was my, on. my whole my whole um no no my whole screen was big at first. Now it's now it's showing me and Unc on the YouTube side side by side. So it makes me look makes my screen look small. Oh, there we go. There we go, Unc. Whatever you did, that that fixed it. Okay, so I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to make this a math uh a math class or anything, but and most a lot of us are familiar with this. In math, you have an order order of operation. You know that most people um, are familiar with uh, PEMDAS. Most people are familiar with that acronym or or whatever to um, to memorize the order of operations. But my point is is that when you show your work, and when somebody wants to critique your work, and you show how you came to your conclusions, that that is a better situation for somebody to examine exactly where you went wrong and if you went wrong i'm able to show you exactly where you went wrong and i can correct you and and show you a better way etc etc so this is what's meant when Asara opened up the discussion with the brother Joshua Kane he does not have the ability to do the work he does not have the ability to do the sound meaning correspondences to set up these consistent sound meaning correspondences to even show how Asar's work when he did it is in, indeed wrong and that's a big problem and that was the the one of the major first points that um Asar brought up so for example when Asar um shows things like this in his books where he shows these um language comparisons side by side proto-bantu sumerian chikam and then he shows the correspondences of those um Radicals or continental values. So, what Joshua Cain should have done, but he does not have the ability to do, what he should have done was to show exactly where Asar went wrong when Ashar is showing these sound, um, these correspondences here. And wherever Asar, Asar showed these correspondences, he should therefore be able to show where Asar went wrong. But the brother Joshua Cain cannot do that, did not do that. And that was a big, um, that's a big problem when you're critiquing work such as this, when it, comes to, when it comes to linguistics and like I said, other different fields of study as well. So that was a big problem. And so of course, when people can't do the work, they have to rely on an appeal to authority. So anybody out there that agrees or appears may not um, um, agree with the SAR or who, who didn't even check out Asar's work themselves, then it becomes real fishy, uh, foggy and blurry because now it's like, well, I have to appeal to consensus or appeal to authority. And then that's, that opens the channel for, well, brother Asar, where have you um, got your stuff reviewed by a professional linguist? The reason why people say that is because they need someone else to review Asar's work and not themselves because they can't do it. And so that's, the, that's one of the biggest problems that I saw and that I see all the time, but I definitely saw it tonight where a person has the inability to actually do this kind of work to be able to show where mistakes occurred and where they uh, were right, somebody was right and somebody was wrong. And that was the thing that Asar pointed out. So I just wanted to point that out to everybody uh, watching right now.
0: That, can, can we address the elephant in the room? at this point people are sitting around saying well god damn it maybe i can't read meditation or maybe i can't do linguistics but based off of the scholarly working on reading that shit don't seem to be right is that a possibility can can people wade in from that end though because that's the elephant in the damn room i know right now because i think like most regular people think we're saying god damn it I might not be a linguist, but I'm reading. I'm, I'm, I'm going to encyclopedias. I'm going to the different sources. That I'm told to go to, and this source is saying, "Well, no, this is what this is." And this source is saying, "No, no, no, that ain't what that is." So, what are people to do, though, bro? Like, like, does everybody gotta write a book to address you? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the type of shit I would be saying, because when mm-hmm. people got too slick with me about evolution, I just wrote a little small book they're showing that I can at least do that. You feel me? But but is that the criteria for critiquing, say, the Shashu Money Meta Natural or the Amaral Squad, or the Massey? You know what I'm saying? Or Is that, is that what they got to be able to do, bro? Because then that will be, okay, so, that's kind of hard.
2: So I'm a, I, let me ask you a question, you know? mm-hmm. Um, So I'ma paint a scenario. So suppose you're, you're investigating a topic, right? Mm. And, and you go to Scholar A, and scholar A says XYZ. Then you go and you, and you know, as a as a good researcher, you're not going to limit yourself to one scholar. Mm-hmm. You know, ho- hopefully no one does that. But let's say you get a second opinion. So you go to one scholar who's a bona fide scholar in the field, he says XYZ. You go get another scholar in the same field, and he says A B C. So my question to you is when you're in that situation where You're not competent in the field where you had to rely on scholars and you consulted two scholars and these two scholars are saying something totally. um, Contrary to each other, what do you do at that point.
0: You got to go to the consensus, you can only rely on the consensus at that point that's the best you can do.
2: Or you actually learn learn yourself to do the work.
0: That might take four years, though. Yo, who the hell got four years to get an answer to? You, I'm just, I'm playing the devil's advocate.
2: No, no, I hear you. I hear you. But I'm saying this is what scholarship is about. Real scholars oh, yeah. will, will actually do that in order for me to disagree with Greenberg, for example, I am going to have to study historical comparative linguistics, hmm. period there's no way around it see this is the this is the thing that people are going to have to get in their head scholarship, is, scholarship. Is, is not a microwavable uh, uh uh endeavor you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna get around acquiring the tools and resources and skill set to actually do the work yourself when it comes down to it when you're in that, in that situation there is no way around it and we got to stop making excuses for ourselves and for other people who don't do it but have so much to say. Period. Yeah,
6: I I agree because um, for most of us in the in the Sushu, that's how we actually got to study the language. Uh, most of us came from a, a place of being intrigued or trying to find out a few things here and there. So if you're really interested enough to a point where you want to critique or you want to be involved in in in, in what is going on within that particular field and and you know. Um, be interactive and have some input then you definitely have to put in that work i mean there's no excuse i did it the rest of the issue did it in our particular study field so and that comes from that interest it wasn't just because uh we want to do it and we want to argue from a point of ignorance and we're still doing it so that's why i I think um anybody who wants who wants to be part of any particular kind of conversation in us on a serious level and not complain about not being taken seriously have to really study, and that's what scholarship is about. You are a scholar when you actually start to take interest on a particular field. You don't, you don't have to get a degree, but you have to be specialized in that field and actually be qualified enough, show enough um, qualifications to be able to um, to interact and 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 have input and and you know add to that body of work. So there's no excuse about it, um, who who has time to study that. If you don't have time, then don't 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 be involved in those conversations. Just be a spectator. <laughs>
2: And, 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 and let me say let me ask you this one. how long how long ago hold on, i'm hearing a big um, echo i mean a big echo i think so i got a question another question last question um how long ago did did the issue about the validity of Afroasiatic come up How 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 long ago was that
0: Five, six years ago when I was fighting the saw, get out
2: of here, like, come on, man, this should help support your position. <laughs> okay, so you said five or six years ago. So yeah, correct yeah. me if correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Is five is five or six years long enough for somebody to get to become competent in historical comparative linguistics, even get a degree.
0: No, I think you're right. Um, just like when 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 we had to deal when I challenged everybody on the squad that the meta lesson hadn't been deciphered. I remember that moment in history like it was yesterday. And as I got the brakes beat off me, like Joshua did, I say, I goddamn damn, man, I got to learn. I got to actually learn that. And so, you know, over the years, I mean, y'all kind of taught me. I mean, you sit down you was very, very patient with me. Uh, and I learned how and why, you know, the medicine was deciphered. And the shit wasn't no easy learn. You had to really, uh, it just was a, I can't explain it. like. It, it, it was going against kind of like your logic sometimes. You, you know what I'm saying? Like with certain things he was talking about, like how um, although you might can't, we might not hear, you know, indigenous Egyptians speak it. You know what I'm saying? But that still don't mean you can't decipher it. You, you feel me? And it's just so you would you you had to sit with somebody that understood the subject, and you had to be taught. For me to even begin to challenge on that, so I do get that. So y'all do got to be competent in the subject that, that you're trying to challenge a, a person in. And yes, I put the chat, I put the link in the chat room. So if anybody want to come on, some questions, um, you know, you, you, you know, give your uh, perspective on what what, uh, what went down. I think that was. I think first of all, I like to say it, for me it was very fair and it was very classy. And you know, I'm looking for more class in, in twenty twenty. And you know, I'm glad the Saw is back on this uh grind again, bringing bringing the scout, the true scholars back uh, you know, in the neighborhood. And hopefully, you know, after he get them there, come on over, you know, to the Amin' Raw Squad uh channel or the River Black Atheist channel, just so so everybody can experience uh uh what real scholarship is and this is where I got it from. Uh a uh, watch and a saw grinded out about 10 years ago on uh, Blog Talk. He had this real weird ass show. Where all these uh, uh, doctors and academics was talking, I am like, what the hell is they talking about. You know, it wasn't the cuss you out type shit like man said he was doing. It was another flavor. And uh, you know, I'm glad to see you back on the ground again. So yeah, I'm gonna put, um, I put that back in chat. I'm gonna let these people in. Now. I'm telling y'all right now, I'm more my grown man, 52 man shit right now. I'm chilling. I'm 52. I'm not yelling at you. I'm not hollering. I'm not doing all that. But if you get too slick, I will cuss your ass out. All right. I'm gonna let you know that. But but 99 percent of the time, you know, I'm not I'm not arguing with you. We're not doing none of that. You know what I'm saying? We got respected scholars on the, on the platform. Uh, we got a lovely sister on here. And you know, I want people to hear the conversation. So I'm not willing to actually um argue you down and howl and scream cut you off. I will black ice you in a heartbeat. We're going back to the black ice days. That's to keep me from cussing you out. So I'm gonna open up the lines. Let's be respectful. Um, if you're in support of, of Team Sloppy, then you come <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I had to get a good one then, though. Right? Don't come in here with that foolery, man. You know, don't do it, man. Let's come in like the champions we are, like the beautiful black people we are. And let's make uh, 2020 very productive. And I think the first conversation in 2020 was a real spectacular one. Uh, it wasn't all the uh, extraordinary nonsense that Sardinetti be trying to do. Yeah, I'm banging on you, Sardinetti. I know you somewhere sneaking and um, I'm banging on you.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Now you got two people waiting on. Uh- and you got uh uh hush your mouth San Antoine on the panel too he ain't spoke all
0: right well, let me see. go ahead hush your mouth hush your mouth hush your mouth let everybody in everybody be respectful
7: etm hotel
0: etm hotel Rennie,
7: uh Rennie, hush your mouth shout out to uh mr kane do i uh, do i owe to my senior asari in hotel well, you brought, you brought it up initially, you said, what's the elephant in the room? I'm going to tell you what the elephant is. That. The whole approach is the interest in the chemist. So they want to discuss as far as DNA, them coming from the Middle East, as opposed to uh, they're coming from the South. That's, the, that's what it all boils down to.
0: Who come from Middle East? What do you
7: mean? As far as the language, the culture, that's how, that's their approach. It's always been their approach.
0: Oh, did they come from the Middle East?
7: Yeah. The Levant area.
0: Oh, yeah. That, yeah.
7: That, so that's when they use them, the references that they use.
0: Yeah.
7: That's where it all goes back. That's the elephant in the room.
0: They do. It, well, you can read the UNESCO report. You know what I'm saying? That was a good one to tell you what, they, what the conclusion they reached. Uh, you can go to UNESCO website. And, uh, man, I had I don't know why I can't remember that. It's the it. now, What What is it? Uh, how you say that?
7: come about with uh team of pep let's go back to like christopher no and the whole the whole approach as far as with uh mr kane
0: yeah yeah they yeah oh you mean to i don't think they support that the, the culture come from
8: the middle east though and the way they do the, so the, le, we,
7: the levant the levant
8: if oh, you boy,
4: pay attention
7: me. you got yeah that's what it's, that's what it's all about um
4: wow
8: if you pay attention to the the line of questioning um when Excuse me, his commentary, uh, brother uh, Joshua Kane, when he brought up Sharmar Keita, mm. he tried to argue that Shamar Kikita don't believe in that black Egyptians came from the South in the language and all this is the kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm like, you know, you obviously haven't read, well, we know he doesn't read the entire text, period, or understands what, what he's being read, but it's clear that he hasn't read Sharmar Keita. And and see what the problem is, uh, I'm not saying I'm anything special. You know, I'm an ordinary person, just like everyone on this line and everyone listening, but I have, uh, I'm not one of these, uh, random internet dudes, Like When I went to school, I'm, I double minored in African studies and, um, and in African-American studies. And I ended up taking two minors because I was in accounting at first. And when I uh, transferred to the University of Houston, they told me I needed to take uh, an African studies. I need well, I, I had the option to, uh, I had to take like a world studies. And so you had Asian studies, you had Latin studies, you had African studies. And so my dumb behind took all African American studies courses for my minor didn't realize none of them counted towards my degree until I did my audit, you know? And so I had to go back and take African studies. So the, in, at U of H, they had them separated. So you had African American studies and you had African studies, you know, uh, a drain of my pocketbook, But in that regard, I didn't care because these are subjects and stuff, stuff that I, that I love. So, um, So within that, I'm taught by some of the best teachers in Africana studies. And as a result, um, by attending conferences and stuff to this nature, I'm being introduced to some of the top scholars. So I got to meet the, you know, like back in the early days, the Naeem Akbars, the uh, Dr. Wade Nobles, the Malefe Asantis, Amo Mazama, Um, Dr. Troy Allen, uh, Dr. Mario Beatty, Um, I didn't get to meet Obinga, but I I conversed with him several times. So my first time meeting Dr. Mario Beatty, uh, I was doing a presentation on Kemet at a conference at um, the University of Houston. So I was still an undergrad doing um, presentations at, at a conference with nothing but PhDs. Right, on on my analysis on Kimmy. This is way back in two thousand one, two thousand two. So at this time I meet Dr. Mario Beatty and he gives me Obinga's number. And so Obinga's the one who really got me strong into the linguistics. He told me that I needed to you I needed to use it in order to answer the kinds of questions that I was, you know, uh, into and asking. And and so from there, of course, graduate uh continue to attend conferences, not only attend just as an attendee, but to put on presentations in various uh uh Africana studies conferences, uh language conferences and, and, and the like. And so, you know, when I come to the conscious community, I'm not coming as someone who's who who doesn't have an academic background, you know. And so in and in, in those i've I've studied under people, you know, I've taken formal classes outside of my regular curriculum, you know, and so, you know, like Joshua thinking that you know, because I don't have a degree in in linguistics like that somehow hurts me. It hasn't prevented me from presenting at linguistic conferences or being published in other people's works on linguistic matters and having linguists and Egyptologists vouch for my scholarship and cite it. Right now my work is being um included and studied heavy, for example, with this brother in um Brazil who's working on his PhD and dealing with Pataho Tep. You know, like there's a there's a there's a woman working on a text on my eye. She's using the text, you know, and yeah. I get my alerts all the time on academia. I. Edu on who's citing the text, you know, uh, that I've written in things of this nature, and so it just behooves me that these individuals who, you know, because they got a, a unlimited cell phone plan and. Can can get on YouTube at any moment and have six hour conversations About nothing can somehow think that they're going to compare To 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 someone who is in conversing in writing and challenging things in the field And so they think that because I'm on YouTube that um, you know, I'm one of them who just got off the subway random and and just decided That I'm I'm going to call myself a linguist and deal with African studies and stuff to this nature, not knowing I'm formally trained. And so when I ask them these questions about method, you know, that's what you're if if you're dealing with scholarship, that's the first thing that any scholar is going to attack you on is your method. And so the question is, you know, like, he, he don't know what the word, of, I don't know what he knows and not know. But I, it, it's clear that he doesn't understand the the relationship of epistemology um, to scholarship. How do you know what you know to be true? And so it goes back to what Wujawa um, was saying in terms of being able to demonstrate being able to do that's how you know what you know that's how we know that you know what you're doing your ability to demonstrate your skills and so he's unable to do that and so you have certain people who got phds thinking because they got the phd that you know uh challenging me is going to be something easy and then they find out quick that oh i can't you know like when when i ask like uh with, with Obadelli, you know me and him having a conversation and he has a degree in linguistics and he's trying to challenge me and emboli on the method used on in terms of the reconstruction and he not knowing that i've studied hundreds of of historical linguistic texts and i asked him a simple question i'm like can you give me a source you know you know it's always when we ask for a source that's when we get in trouble on the i'm a squad I'm like can you give me a source that um, demonstrates and um, reconstructed the language in the way that you argue is is the standard can you provide that source for me so we can review it and then compare it to emboli all of a sudden he had to get off the phone because uh, he he, he, was, he was busy and stuff to this nature and this stuff happens all the time all you have to do is ask him you know for their uh, for the demonstration if if this is the standard, show me, because it, what what you'll find out when you start getting into serious study is that a lot of information that is being passed around in these textbooks have never been demonstrated. They've only been uh, carried out in the modern day because the person who suggested it is a person of prestige. But you, you look through all of their work, you won't find it in terms of the demonstration, where they, where they got, um, how they came to their um, conclusion and things. So I won't be long with uh, it any more than I am. All
0: right, I'm OTEP raw, man. Okay, bro, I apologize to your grandmother if you say she taught white people, okay. I apologize to grandma. Sorry about that, grandma, sorry about that. Okay, so, I right. yeah, you do gotta have a certain level of uh, accuracy, a certain level of critiquing you. And that would that that you would have to have that level, and so this is the level we seek to have. Um, so, anybody else want to add to the discussion? Anybody uh, talk about the events that try, transpired? I will go. What about you? Three, four, seven was good. Yo, what
9: up? What up, man? This is Rob Born. I'm I'm the I'm the guy that's not a scholar. So I, I'm, I'm just here, I'm just here. listen, I'm the only person not on this panel that will tell you that he is not a scholar. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I wanted to, um, you know, add on, you know, about what I heard Mujawa say. He asked a really important question and he asked that the other day. And I wanna um, add on to something about his talk. So Mujawa gave the example of, if you are studying a subject, and as you study this subject, you find one scholar that says one thing and one scholar that says the other thing, what do you do from that point if you want to find out about a specific subject? The answer given is you have to go do the work or you would have to demonstrate um, on whatever subject that is and then come to your own conclusion. So what I'm getting from, this is me looking on the outside. Remember, I'm not a scholar. This is me looking at somebody who just likes to read and, you know, pass off what I learned if, if I see it's feasible to whatever audience I'm trying to convey my message to. So if I'm studying a subject, let's say Egypt, and I'm just want to know about Egyptian religion and I'm looking at this and I say, OK, so where do you start? You start, you know, seeing what's the primary documents that people are looking at, who's the authorities of these things? And then I'll read them and look at them, compare the two, three, four, and then I'll make my own understanding. But now, like, let's say a person like saw comes along and he's like, yo, what you thought is wrong. You thought that the Sumerians were some other people, DNA says they're Arabs, you're wrong, the linguistics.
2: Okay. Allen, you, you So kinda...
9: hello
2: yeah you went silent for a moment you think you had to repeat just the last couple of things you said
9: oh I then I, I said what if, uh, if if we run into an individual like a saw, and then he comes up with a new thing that we never kind of really heard before but we heard of the concept as far as trying to compare um languages to African languages which the other people weren't doing so now I'm reading this text and now. I'm finding that Bantu is the foundation of the Sumerian language, which means these people are acting. So, now is it wrong for me to say, okay, this is groundbreaking information. This is not nothing little. This is something that this brother sat there. He did. Is it wrong for me to say, yo, like, did, did you give this to the to these people so you can shut the white man down? Like Mubenga and them tried to do, or put that work for, is that wrong for doing that, or should I just listen to the brother Asaw who, who gave a good example, and forget all of the other scholars who ever wrote anything about it? What are you supposed to do?
2: Okay, let me answer that. So here, here's the difference, and and I'll be I'm gonna give you the short answer, then I, I qualify my answer. The answer is no so you if you come across what you consider groundbreaking information your, your natural next step is going to want to compare it you're going to want to compare that groundbreaking information that's groundbreaking to you you're going to compare it to other people and, and see what are they saying about it that's natural but here's the problem you can't because it's groundbreaking and because the other people may not have looked at it yet you can't therefore say that what Assar is saying is wrong and then try to debate and argue and say he's wrong because of that. That's where the logical fallacies come into play. That's where you open yourself up for all the logical fallacies. So at, at best, you can you can say, OK, wow, this is this is different than what I what I what I thought. Like I'm I'm used to to this, but SAR is saying something different. It's going to be natural for you to be like, wow, I wonder what other scholars think about it. See, that's, that's okay. No, no one has a problem with that. That's that's a normal reaction that everybody has. But like I said, the problem comes in is when somebody makes a breakthrough or put put some work, and if they show their work like Mboli did in, in his uh, 2010 work where the entire book is, is showing you, he's showing his work throughout the entire book. And for people to just dismiss it uh, by default because other people, did not um, address it or, or or whatnot that's where the fallacies come into play that's where the difference so until that happens they don't have a leg to stand on and you you're just stuck in that situation and be like wow this this sounds groundbreaking I don't know yet and then and then and then ultimately another option for you is for you to learn as well and then you can fact check or check behind a person like asar or Emboli. And then whatever other scholar that you uh,
9: right, but right, but that's that other part of the equation though. That which is good, you brought that up. If I use that to challenge you and say, "Yo, bro, this is the whole consensus. The whole consensus says this. What are you? What, what are you talking about? I, I did know, the work. Not, I did not, that, I'm not. I'm not gonna. That that's not the point that I'm bringing though. I'm bringing okay. the point as a person who's reading, who's just an reader in the subject, or, or, or a, how you would call them, a autodidact. And you're just reading on this stuff, and you're like, okay, so if this, if the other brother, let's say, a song comes with it, what do I do? Do I just say, yo, he got the work, and the rest of them is wrong?
2: No, that's what that's that's my point. You can't. You you're not in the position. If if you don't know how to do the work yourself, and you, because, you can, because because the method, hold on, the one method, second. let me just let me just say okay. this. Um, if if you don't know how to do the work, what we all have to do is just be honest. And and realize that we're not really in a position to to judge, to discern at that point. And so yeah, and that's
9: that, the that, that's the that that's the point. So are we saying fuck? Forget all of those other people. Whoever, whatever the subject it is, Sumerian EJ talk, all of them. Forget all of them. They didn't demonstrate the work. They
8: just saying uh, stuff. You know, if if I can, if I can interject. Yeah, it, it's, a bit, it's a bit more complex than that because it's never that everyone is wrong you know it's just that there's there's certain questions that they may be wrong in so for example on with sumerian these scholars have tried to compare sumerian to every other language Except African languages, because they automatically assumed that these people were unrelated to black African people. so they never looked in that direction. So when you're looking at the scholarship, this is why I asked the question, you know, where show me the demonstration? because just like I it, I have to demonstrate that something is correct the same way that they would have to demonstrate that something is incorrect so the only way that you can say that um sumerian is not related to bantu languages means that it the only way that you can say that that is uh true means that you had would have had to have compared sumerian to bantu languages you can't just offhand dismiss it and come to that conclusion Because you haven't done the work. So that's why I ask you say that this is not the case. Well, show me your work. Show me where you, when you compared um, uh, Sumerian to Bantu, that you didn't find non reoccurring, non accidental sound meaning correspondences in basic vocabulary and grammar with the language. Show me that. If you can't do it, then you just made it up. And that's, and that's what a lot of people do. And people are trying to use their, uh, if, if they are, you know, um, uh, professors in the field, they try to use their position to, to dismiss and, and devalue other works that would challenge. Because you've got to remember that scholars make their careers off of certain schools of thought and ideologies. If you're coming with information that debunks that, which you what you're essentially saying is that they did all this work for nothing and and scholars are not willing to do that, and so like usually like every other year or so, as an example, I share this open letter that Dr. Muba binge Balolo sent to a group of Egyptologists who were holding an international egyptology conference seeking new um research in the field of egyptology an international conference so muba being a Balolo, who's a trained linguist trained um uh philosopher uh, in religious studies and political science, all these different things, um, reads Greek, reads Hebrew, knows I think at least six or seven African languages, knows metanature, knows Coptic, all of that, very well trained, speaks German, speaks um, he 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 writes in German too, so he has articles and things in books in German and in French. Even writes in his native Chiluba. So this individual showing he he's trying to he he submitted an abstract showing the relationship between um, ancient Egyptian and his native Chiluba, and they didn't accept his abstract. And when the the conference came around, and you got to see the um the I saw IP what was it.
9: that about though? What what was that about that they didn't accept? What was it about?
8: Because it's and I and I've had to deal with this, and this is this is what I'm trying to um get you. No, no, to no I,
9: yeah, I want you to explain that, but I want you to tell me what was the subject
8: that they they
9: they shunned it? What was he proving? Trying to prove? What did he show them?
8: okay i'm trying to tell you that okay (laughs) so what what i'm trying to get you to understand is that when he got to the uh when, when he when he saw the itinerary for the um what was being accepted he noticed that it was all for the most part white men who was presenting and they were only from basically two or three places from from um france it was a few from the United States, and it was, uh, I think, one or two from Germany. Mainly males, only like one or two females. This is supposed to be an international conference. There was no Egyptians, no Africans, barely any women, and they were all about subjects that are already being talked about. And but they're requesting new information. So just the very fact that he is comparing ancient Egyptian to to Bantu, as far as mainstream Egyptology is concerned, is innovative. And he's trying to show, like it, it, another thing that people got to remember is that Muba Benge Belolo is actually royalty. He's a prince in his in his native uh village, and so there are certain rites and rituals that he's privy to as a as a uh, as a royal son of the soil there and he mentions this he's like who in egyptology has the training and speaks all of these african languages like a, a muba Binge, belolo and an obinga like if you actually look at the training of obinga and belolo, it's second to none there's no Egyptologist that is more trained than these. And these are, they, they went to the best schools in Europe and in Africa. It's just that what you got to understand is that it's certain prejudices that prevent certain voices from being heard. So it's not, it's not all the time that somebody has some fringe information and they're not being heard or well, the consensus. They don't acknowledge this as if everything is fair that's not how this rolls you know and so like uh, me and dr. uh, Sharmaka Keita was talking about this just last Saturday and I was talking about this um, this journal article that I'm submitting uh, to the linguistic journal and he was giving me some tips on how to word the title because of because of how they the politics involved in in getting your your research it. so he's like you got to formulate it in a way that you know you don't what did he say he said you got to formulate the title in a way that you don't declare that you're right and everyone's wrong you have to put it in the form of a question you know like you're doing exploratory work even though when you get into the paper you can you can now give them the business but you know he was he was giving me this game And and telling me about some things. So there's a lot of stuff that people don't know because they're not scholars They're not involved. They don't interact with these people the people who are the gatekeepers who control the journals who control the funding for certain things And and where Uh the acknowledgement and stuff comes from. so we're still even in 2020 still trying to break down doors to 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 get basic, you know, Things heard in these in these national journals and things, you know, very well qualified scholars all throughout Africa, you know, having these 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 complications. So it's it's a bit more involved, and that's why I, I can't you know I can't take serious someone like a Joshua Kane or anyone from Team Osiris. They don't know any of this stuff. They're not involved. Yeah, I got you, but I don't want to beat people up. I'm just saying. let me, so let, for you, let me
7: ask something real for quick. You,
8: for for you, my brother have they ever blocked your work on the sumerian Bantu connection dave dave blocked um i haven't dealt with the the what well, with the sumerian stuff because i wanted to publish that first and then go with the Sumerian. but just bantu and um egyptian like there is matter of fact not even on a on a uh like on a um like a conference level there's a Facebook group, there's this is there's this is linguist by the name of Larry something who started this historical comparative linguist group. He, uh, you know, you know, certain people invite you into these groups and things of this nature. I, I look into the group, you know, I accept it, I look and see what people were posting and things of this nature. So I'm like, I'm gonna test the I'm gonna test the waters outside. So I do um, I post something about Yoruba uh, and um ancient Egyptian I do some Yoruba and, and Egyptian comparisons and I I I mentioned in the commentary that my that you know I normally uh compare Bantu and Egyptian and this is my first post want your feedback yada 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 and so it's nothing but linguist in the group so I get a in in the morning um all the posts have to be approved by him so he's the main moderator and so you just can't post freely they have to be approved by him so i get a a um an inbox message you know suggesting that i you know try these other groups and that you know people will be dismissive of comparing bantu with uh, ancient egyptian and there's this pseudo linguistic group that you could, you know, saying join and then learn. And then he tried to suggest some some books and stuff uh, for me to to start learning historical comparative linguistics. So I looked at this and was like, you know, I, I put together my intellectual uh, beat down on him. I can tell that he didn't even read it because he was he was talking about Bantu and Egyptian when my post was about Yoruba. And so this let me know that he didn't even read it, but he had all this to say. And so when I, I, I was giving him my science background and I'm like, this is why so much, um, uh, false information is being, um, presented or, or being put in textbooks because we have people with no science background trying to teach on the collegiate level about this and this and this and, this and missing all of this. I'm like, if you were a serious scholar you would have asked these questions and da 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 and so and and i'm like he he tried to like throw to cax out there i'm like uh gabriel to cax i'm like show me a text of his where he uses the comparative method to come to any of his conclusions same thing with da 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 i'll await and when he saw that i understood all of this other kind of stuff and he could not challenge me back then he said yeah i was hasty in my assumptions you know you can repost your thing you know now in in the group but you 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 have to fight you know these these perceptions and so without even reading the content of the post he already judged it and dismissed it and then tried to um uh suggest some some basic information for which i'm very well familiar with in which he wasn't familiar with so he he deals with indo-european and doesn't know anything about egyptian languages and african languages and comparisons and stuff of this nature so i was like basically how dare you you know i'm like i need you to understand how science works and you know I'm so saying before you try to moderate a group on comparative linguistics and all this other kind of stuff and so you know you you it's stuff like this just you know no matter where you go it's 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 always a fight and and what people gotta understand is that when people bring new ideas and stuff into the realm of science it's not always accepted immediately it may be 40 years before someone catches on because you know people are stuck in their ways and and a lot of times they're stuck in ways and and not based on any scholarship whatsoever but or hypotheses and when you come in with these new ideas that is based on something what you do is you you pull the skirt over you know saying the heads of some of these revered scholars and that's what's the issue and so we've on on this line have have dealt with that firsthand We're challenging um an argument made by Sheikh Antodia and so we do this even in our own circles. And you and you come to find out when you ask a simple question, where, show me the work. And then that's when everybody, you know, uh, got excuses, they gotta go somewhere, we'll pick up this conversation tomorrow. Got you, so I got you. So when whenever you do
9: that, brother, I wanna know, or I'll be checking out your academia because that's groundbreaking information. So, there's one more thing I got for you since you want it. So, I heard y'all talking about DNA and language, and you said that it doesn't go Whoa, hand in hand.
2: When I don't get the mic on people's shows, I'll be. I'm a, I'm a, no, I'm a, I'm a,
9: this is. I'm. i
2: I'm,
9: I'm. i the non. I'm. I'm the non-scholar who listened to a debate that this brother <laughs> sat down and combed <laughs> through the video that other brother sat and did what he did. So now, you know, I got questions about the thing.
2: Listen, Ali, you good? I'm just joking.
9: Yeah, I know. But, um, so speaking upon language and DNA, right? So when we, when we dealing with that, so are we saying that language trumps DNA and the material culture in particular, dealing with the Sumerians? The reason why I say that is if I look at the, the new DNA stuff that they found, they say that these people are marsh Arabs and that they come from an unattached group in an area based off the Y chromosome. And the study that they did, they said these people are non-West Asian and non-African. Then when we look at their material culture on how they drew themselves and the stuff that they left in their earliest burials, et cetera, it says, it tells a different story. So how do we, well, how does that work, brother? I'm confused about that. How does that work?
8: Okay, so, you know, chronology is Uh, A a very good thing. So we would have to look at those studies and see what is the time period of those burials secondly, um, you know, this is something that I discuss quite heavily in the alluge volume 2 book Um,
9: yo, you and this this alluge volume 2 book now you're making me want to buy the book man.
8: Come on, man (laughs) It's it's been a long time coming and it's you know, yeah. this book is an answer to a lot of debates I was having and stuff that I was holding because I thought people was really gonna get this work in these debates but everybody keeps running so I'm like forget it. I'm just gonna put it in a book and you know deal with y'all later there's 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 certain things you got to understand so first of all you know we're dealing with a minority uh, African population but an African population that had uh, prestige and power, probably because of control of trade routes, uh, certain cultural things, uh, whatnot. And so when you, when you go in smaller numbers into an area where you're dominated by a different type of uh, group, over time, you get absorbed in that population. While they may have adopted your language, so over time, your physical makeup of your descendants may change. It's like how a lot of us in the United States are becoming light skinned, curly hair, because all this interracial mixing, you know, the in the United States is not as prominent because we've we've been forced into ghettos where we were forced to breed and live in, amongst each other. But when you go to places like certain spaces in canada the african-american pop or excuse me the the african population that is in canada is becoming very light almost looking mexican in in things of this nature because they're in smaller numbers we're not talking about the recent migrants that are coming from the caribbean or coming from london and, and things of this nature we're, we're talking about those, you know, enslaved Africans who were brought into Canada. They were in lower numbers, and so as they, uh, their descendants grow, they're getting more absorbed into that that population. So their physical makeup is changing. And so you you have different DNA uh, 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 markers, you know, saying for this group and population over time, because these these are all
4: networks
8: and people are. Uh, uh, intermingling and things of this nature but um, the the language is is the key factor in in demonstrating that these African people were there and so you can have a small population and you may find a sample that doesn't exist uh, you may do a DNA sample with a small group that didn't have any kind of biological exchange but adopted the language and so thought, all of
4: these things have to be
8: uh, uh, looked at when you're trying to make an analysis on 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 um, who's the uh, who's the Sumerians and things of this nature. Because one of the things that you're not going to be able to do is dismiss the linguistic
4: evidence. Right, and,
9: and that's a, and that's the major reason for ask, asking this question because on that study they did something quite different than they did the Y chromosome and the um the mitochondria uh, mitochondrial um chromosome
8: yeah oh, but that's that. a small now, part
9: of your dna yeah that but they did both though they did the y and but the out of DNA. how
8: many samples and keep in mind on, let, me tell you. let me tell you brother they did
9: you would ask the question it was like 145 people or something like that
8: oh no you're talking about in the modern time i'm talking about you if you're going to make an argument about who the original people are in that area you need to grab dna samples from um dead bodies and Uh things from that time period because you don't know about if there was any kind of population replacement or anything to that nature and this is where uh you know team osiris always gets this this issue wrong they keep talking about what these modern egyptians have in terms of their haplogroups but you have no dna studies of actual ancient egyptians who were buried in these tombs that can give you the haplogroups of you know saying that population and so Mm -hmm. um so you know you have to be careful with these kinds of studies and this is why we stress you to answer your earlier question that you were asking wujawu This is what I always recommend, and this has always been my thing. If I'm passionate about a subject that I don't know, I don't go grab books about the, uh, just kind of the summaries, you know, the introductory books. I get them later. What I purchase are, are the research methods books for that field of study. That's the first thing that I purchase because I need to know how to evaluate the information in these texts. Because, you know, being a scholar, I know for a fact that it depends on what school you went to when you got your degree. With, depending on what school you went to, you were indoctrinated in a particular school of thought. And if I go read a, just happen to read a book, you know, that from a, a particular school of thought, I may not be introduced to to the opposition and critiques of that particular school of thought. And so one of the things that you know as a scholar, there's is schools of thought. So you can't get caught up in any of that stuff, what, What's important for you to know is the methods to determine, you know, truth from falsehood in any particular field of study. So the first thing you get are research methods in that particular field. That's what i did with linguistics that's what i did with genetics that's what i did with uh oral tradition studies you know and and the list goes on i have dozens upon dozens of research methods books in, in a variety of fields so i know when somebody is bsing me or not when it comes to certain information
7: you're not that's what i'm gonna say within the, especially when studying kemet within the first three chapters you know the author's perspective. You're talking about the two different arguments. Mm-hmm. Within the first three chapters, you should know okay, this author's perspective is African, German, French, or what have you. You're going to realize that within the first, when you're first reading the, that author, that's what's going to determine your approach and how you utilize the author's information.
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, the lay person isn't going to know this. And this is just something that if, you would you will discover over time if you are a researcher but the lay person they they just don't know there's there's schools of thought, and and so for example when we talk about this green there's a greenberg school of thought but the vast majority of linguists dismiss greenberg's methods and this is why i, I discuss and, and i put all a lot of these these arguments in chapter nine of allusion volume two because you know if you listen to team osiris they make it seem like greenberg you know uh, was the next best thing to slice bread and, and i cite a source where they compare greenberg's methods to astrology basically calling it pseudo and i have source upon source upon source so if, if if you don't know nothing about research methods, you won't know how to to what kind of questions to ask. That's why you ask them. Show me, for example, any a uh, uh, text that um, demonstrates that Afroasiatic is a valid language uh, construct based upon the comparative method. You ask any 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 researcher that. You're you're not going to get an answer because it doesn't exist but then get get all the research method books on uh historical comparative linguistics all of them will tell you that language families uh the the genetic make or the genetic value of language family or the the genetic validity of language families is always determined by the historical comparative method and if that is the case will show me the text that demonstrates that Afroasiatic. Went through the comparative method, and it has been established it doesn't exist.
2: Hey, can I just say something for sixty seconds, real quick? Okay. I, want, I want to speak to the consensus issue. Um, this is something people may not be aware of: is that there is a there is a a certain there's pros and cons with the with the going the consensus route, and there's a danger with people appealing to the consensus, and 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 this is pointed out in a lot of people's critique of of scientific consensus and consensus within different fields. And what that is, is that there's a, there's a gap between the actual boot on the ground scholars that are actually putting into work uh, as opposed to the layperson person who, who's just a, a person who grabs a book and is, and is just interested and, and maybe even an enthusiast. There's a gap between what they do in real time versus by the time that the lay person gets the information and then how they get it. And so a lot of textbooks and a lot of things written for lay people are just parroting things that some scholars have said and so much so and so widespread that that may be interpreted as the consensus. So when people, a lot of people when they argue and they want to go with the consensus, they're really not going with the actual boot on the ground scholars consensus, they're going with the consensus based on popularity and that's that's a very closely related issue. And people have to be aware of that so I'm letting people know to be careful when you toss around that word consensus, if you're not interested enough to get your, your, your own feet wet, you can keep up with the with these dissertations, the scholars, uh, cause a lot of scholars write articles all the time and it, and they don't print it in a an actual tangible book until, you know, years later, but you got to keep up with what scholars are doing. And so you have yeah,
9: to, a lot of, a lot of stuff beyond J star, be on, on research gate. They put all of that on there before they put it in a book.
2: Exactly. So, so, so I so mean,
9: I guess most but people you also got to understand that most really of that stuff it.
8: is behind paywalls, journals yeah. that you, you can only get access to if you are in graduate school. Right. Or, Edu, or dealing with right. a university and exactly. so a lot of folks don't have access to that to get exactly. what is the latest uh, information and debates. Concerning whatever uh, topic of the day is,
2: exactly. So I I just wanted to bring that up so that people um, listening will understand that there is some some dangers to just uh, holl- hollering consensus. So you, we got to be real real careful with that.
5: Uh, I have a um, I have a couple points. Um, some uh, some conversations are really advanced. And we find that we have those conversations in the place that people are learning. And so one of the problems is is if you introduce uh, something from, how can I say that you're an expert in a particular field like uh, historical comparative linguistics, and you introduce some material to a group of people that are, that don't have the capacity to do the research, then you're, uh, you know, one eye in the city of blind. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't. Uh, I'm probably one of the few people who have uh, have uh, gone against uh, 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 Asaw and uh, ujawu and the uh, uh research group on just on the issue of Kemet. Not everything else, but just on Kemet. From my work, I mean, from my research and my work and what I read, I find that the field is uh, hypothetical. You get hypothetical conclusions and then those hypothetical conclusions are pushed as if they are not hypothetical, even if even if they are probable, the guidelines say that they are still hypothetical. So if you're pushing work that is hypothetical by nature, uh, then to push it and make it authoritative, to me is just a little bit problematic uh, because there's nothing there's nothing that I have found that say historical comparative linguistics is um yes it's a useful tool for the reconstruction of languages but it, it but its findings are hypothetical
8: um and and this is where again being uh, a, a scientist first comes to the rescue because you hear that all the time and they're talking about reconstructions it is it is impossible for a reconstruction to be a hypothesis people who make that argument obviously don't know what the stages are in the scientific method you start off with a hypothesis you're building your way up to a theory your hypothesis is yoruba and the Akan languages are related your experimentation is what we call the, uh, the, the historical comparative method. That's your scientific way of eliminating chance um, and, and falsifying hypotheses. What is left is your theory. That's what the reconstructions are. It is a logical consequence of The actual experimentation, it is based on data, real data, raw data. There's nothing hypothetical. You don't do an experiment and then your conclusion is a hypothesis. Your hypothesis comes first. Your um, experiment either falsifies or confirms the hypothesis. And so this is why we can't let people like Netanyahu, who don't know what he's talking about, try to make arguments about a field he's unfamiliar with there is no there's not hypothetical come on so Saul, goes again. don't
9: do it like that it's all just to teach us about the <laughs> methodology. you have to say it's on, the, theoretical no
8: nothing bro come yeah on. it's, a, it's, it's a,
7: theoretical it's a, as opposed to hypothetical it's theoretical
8: yeah it's your theory so like when when when, when uh emboli or opinga you know talks about negro egyptian it is not a hypothesis it is a theory based on a, a series of facts and so this is why when when i was going through the mathematics of linguistics and things and trying to show this in in getting folks to understand that it's mathematics and it's logic it's a consequence you know when you're talking about this it's a consequence of the data of the experimentation and so we we got a lot of we we got to stop letting these folks speak on behalf of the scientists and aren't doing the work
5: well, is, is historical comparative linguistics by uh, definition and by goal? Is it hypothetical?
8: Do you know what a hypothesis is?
5: No, I'm just reading, I'm just reading the, uh, from the, uh, the, the definition. So, um, I, I could, I could go and read verbatim, uh, from the definition, but without all the scientific, uh, method and all that, I, you know, um, my issue is is the definition of historical comparative linguistics even though it can be probable some things can be probable is it in fact the conclusions or hypothetical (sighs) even if they're probable
8: that doesn't you that doesn't even make sense Conclusions. (laughs) (laughs) Conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> well,
5: come
0: back, Reggie. Stay in trouble, boy. Avery, look at yeah. you, Reggie. You took your hoodie off.
5: <laughs> yeah, because it was getting it was getting hot. So <laughs> damn,
0: I, I stepped out for one minute. I come back, Reggie, in the hot seat.
5: <laughs> no, because I I just no, I, I, I want you to read a saw a definition from a source on. Historical comparative
8: linguistics. I, I, I I've read them all, and and this is where I, this is one please of those. Do things that where please
5: please listen, do that for listen, me. Please, <laughs> please do that for me.
8: Listen to what I'm saying. Everyone, you you have what you have what you call a, a people parading information. All they do is regurgitate certain things from other books, and they put together this notion that it is a hypothesis. And that is not the case. They're using, if if it's a hypothesis, they're using the word hypothesis wrong, because a hypothesis is a, uh, a a declaration, you know, um, uh, based on some preliminary observation that has not been tested yet. If it has been tested, it is it uh, it is not a hypothesis at this point. So the very by the, the very nature of you calling it a hypothesis after you've done all the experimentations and tests shows that these people I keep trying to tell folks that most linguists have no science background.
5: Mm-hmm.
8: And this you said is- most Negroes? I said linguist.
5: Linguist, okay. I'm sorry.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
5: no, I just asked. I, I didn't I didn't I just asked. Okay. I understand. Yeah.
8: So so this is this is this is the problem. Uh uh we we get in trouble because linguists like to borrow a lot of jargon from from science and don't use it right that's like where we use the term genetic um relationships and and um you know families and evolution and all right. this is the kind of stuff the right. stuff that don't fit necessarily in linguistic context they 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 take you know words from biology and they don't even take this is what uh one of the things that marker teacher was telling me that
5: you know we take biology words and we don't even take the best theories that's fine can you yeah. just uh, okay so if i went to the handbook of historical linguistics right yeah. by brian d joseph right you you obviously disagree with what he says about uh the definition of uh uh com- historical comparative linguistics let's hear it reggie
2: even on Wikipedia, no, it tells I, you that, that its its aim is to develop theories. Even on Wikipedia, if you go to a historical comparative linguistics on Wikipedia, uh diachronic linguistics, it tells you that it's to develop theories about okay. how and why languages change.
5: Okay, that's fine. Okay. So and um a theory is uh uh yet to be uh yet to be proven. No, well, is- hold on, what you talking about? A
0: scientific theory or uh what you talking about?
8: Okay. And we're okay. talking about the scientific theory. This is what I'm saying. Is that I get you're, reading, you're reading stuff that you don't study in this field, so you don't know. what is it's okay. that. To tell you, as okay. as a scientist, that 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 you will find even Emboli uses the the notion of a hypothesis when it comes to reconstruction.
5: Okay. Let's I'm stop. I've had to. I'm had to argue with him over that just, I mean just stop I mean I mean I don't understand like I mean stop throwing around this thing of of being being us of being a scientist right <laughs> I mean I don't know maybe I maybe at some point in my life I I did do science maybe at some point in my life I did have a degree in uh, computer science can I- right oh I man can here I some resume.
0: Resume. can I say something Reggie yeah I don't know a whole lot about it, but what I do, what I do know after beating up double X. Yes. Linguistics is, you know what I'm saying, you, 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 know saying? you I mean, a sign, you actually, you, I don't doubt, something. I don't doubt that. No, 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 but listen but to me, listen to me, listen to you. you will get beat the brakes off you if you try to doubt that. Not, not, okay. I'm not doubting say, that. That's what I'm saying. You can't get past Wikipedia.
5: Yeah, I um I don't have to go to Wikipedia. No, 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 you should be able to get past Wikipedia. yeah, you you, you should. So uh yeah. I just I just want to throw this whole thing with uh science out, you know. You can't throw science out. You can't out. throw science yeah. out. That's the yeah. point. No, I'm not um this whole this whole appealing to the authority of science. Like look, here's a, here's my uh uh this is the uh journal that they put out or the on the uh on uh, me graduating at uh, City College in New York.
4: <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Uh, so, so, so I want, I,
5: uh, so I want to just say, uh, I just uh, let me just see. I'm, no, I'm said, trying want, to find out no, where you they stay. Signs and enter UN Gra- right. I you. Well, okay. So what yeah. I'm trying to say is that uh, <laughs> I know you have done it before. Mm-hmm. Can you just? Give me the source so I can look it up where it says historical, historical comparative linguistics. Um The conclusions are not hypothetical.
8: Um, uh, let me let me give that's you. All, that's all. That's
5: all. That's all. I'm not here to. So hold
8: on. So if I give you one source, will you be quiet about this? You
0: no, know you need no. ten of them. You know, you need ten. No, 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 no. No, 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 I, I no, will... no, no, no,
8: no. You, because you. You know, you you have this 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 thing here that you, you don't think that I have sources for whatever it is No I so, saw
5: you footnote everything I'm yeah. just asking you why why am I the enemy? You're not the enemy because I enemy. disagree. It's, it's, Look, it's, I've been it's, called it's, recently it's, a yellow constipated son <laughs> Negro, <laughs> Negro by head of a comedic shrine in public, right? Nah, mm-hmm. man, you
7: uncle reg. Uncle Reg. <laughs> uncle Reg. <laughs> Yes, we love you. We, we love you, Uncle Red. You, Uncle Red. That's how we look at you.
5: I appreciate, but I'm still constipated. Uh, need some sun, uh, uh How how can I say? I need a colonic from a head of a co- comedic uh, shrine because I disagree with uh, possibly his uh, student. So I'm just here. Look, I'm not here to st- cause too much trouble. Don't hide no names, going Haroon. Right. It, I mean, it's on. It's on the chat. But I'm just trying to say, I'm just a student now. <laughs>
8: yes. if, if you're a student, listen to the person. I have a degree.
5: I know what a student is, sir. It, I, I, said, I actually have a degree. A student, sir, I have a degree in computer science, sir. Linguistics. So no, trying, no, I'm, I, I don't know that. Listen, so listen,
8: you're trying to get rid of the very thing that defines the field. You say, get rid of the science. The science is what you do and how you do it. This I, is what distinguishes. No, I people.
5: I didn't do that. I I misspoke. I was trying to get rid of or uh make a point about using that um one person's a scientist and not uh, another person is not a scientist. A person one person is trained as a scientist. And obviously I'm not trained as a, a scientist. So I'm just trying to get rid of this uh, scientist thing and just ask you for your source, good brother.
8: Hold on one sec. You can, I'll give you one source. Uh, yes. We're gonna go with Dr. Paisole, okay. Jonah Paisole.
0: We, we need an American guy. We don't want no continental Africans. They don't know.
8: They don't know. No, no, this is, this is a year he's a Russian. Oh shit! the Russian linguist who has a, an entire. He, he he's also a uh, computer scientist, uh, mm-hmm. got a PhD in linguistics, and him and his team have built a an online comparative database of Indo-European, and is based on uh, mathematical methods and things of this nature. And in his uh, PhD dissertation, you there's a whole section in there describing how and why uh, the scientific method, uh, uh, excuse me, the historical comparative method is a scientific method and how the, reconstructions is not a hypothesis anybody with a background in science understands what a hypothesis is and understanding what the stages are and where the hypothesis is in the stage and what you do at the conclusion your conclusion is your theory that's what the reconstructions are and so i'm gonna find this source and we're going to read this source together as a group as a family so we can um put to rest this notion and uh, stop listening to these other folks who just throw stuff out there who don't read. And I'm not saying you, Reggie, I'm talking about other folks who be trying to send you Yeah, me and you, we
5: just disagree. We but you know, saw, so I like a saw. I mean, I really, really do like a saw, right? But I just uh, disagree, and so I'm just asking for, um, just um, want to see it with my own eyes because I have something else that I've seen with my own eyes and it just says it's probable.
2: That's uh, all. OK. So-
0: Okay. Y'all, y'all give
2: keep... yeah, it. saw I saw it breaking up pretty bad.
0: Are uh, you breaking up, Masaw? Can y'all can you hear me?
2: Yeah, I can hear you.
9: Can't What's hear going, you, going on here? How come I saw is breaking up when you gotta pull up that sauce? What's going now, on here? Masaw,
0: his line is on me. So let me say this real fast. Um, it's been a real weird flavor going through the community the last year. Or so, so the community was kind of like based. Uh, uh, I thought it was based off of uh, trying to actually educate <clears throat> our black people from a perspective that is black or a perspective that is African. Um, some kind of way now it's, it and, and, and based off of just having the right to figure out this thing, all right? I think a lot of the things we were doing got very, very misconstrued. And all of a sudden it became, well, families, I'm in raw squad and everybody else are uh, using like you know appealing to white people uh that's the the flavor was going through okay so now uh, real black atheism i'm the raw squad you know we we we're we actually using the white man's science and the white man degrees and all of that i heard it i heard it to the degree whereas though some kind of way it switched up to well now let's fight against I'm a raw Squad and real black atheists and Shashu, Monty Meta, Netcha, and the, the Massey clan warriors. You know what I'm saying? Let's align ourselves with white people and fight them. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how it occurred. Sounds like everybody is damn mixed up to me. You know, we go into a debate against a whole community of, 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 of rabid white people. I mean, rabid white people. You know, after the debate, I mean, these people are the most rude human beings rude human beings i've ever seen in my life i had never even remotely thought that 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 a group of white people could be as arrogant and as rude i have never seen people like that before to the point where i can no longer say that white that black people don't know how to act i will literally cuss you out if you say that around me it's not black people don't know how to act white people really don't know how to act when they think they know something they are far past arrogancy and entitlement shines through like a mother. I don't understand how the community is supposed to be black out, blacked out, black man is God, black woman is God, white man is the devil. All came out on us. You don't know how to talk to people. Now, now let me get this straight. Now, I first of all. The running thing was, well, um, I bet you don't talk to white people like that. That was the running thing. So I made sure I put certain emphasis on, you know what I'm saying, talking to them like I would talk to anybody else. By the time I did that, now all of a sudden, we don't know how to talk to white people. Now all of a sudden, now you got to have a degree now to be able to have a a certain level of excellence in a certain uh, uh, field of study. You see how y'all flip flop back and forth based off an ability, based, no, based off y'all getting beat up, then you run the over here, then you run over there. It's, it's another, eight. well, damn, y'all did a damn good job. We even using all white people's stuff. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we on the white man's side, you the police. So if you teach about vaccines and signs, now you the police. You know what I'm saying? that. That's my main man Martin. The Martian Minister Stinky Inky. Google Martin the Martian. Google that picture. That's him all the way. So it's a lot of flip-flopping here. You know what I'm saying? So I just don't understand the state of the damn community. It's almost like y'all don't see excellence. You know how sometimes you can be so close to something that you just don't recognize it until 20 years later, and you say, Damn, I was in the company of some brothers and sisters that were serious and I didn't even know it. That's what it's gonna end up being. It's gonna end up being that right there. And now for the life of me, it's almost like we was teaching so hard, we were so misconstrued, now people actually think that racism, white supremacy is no longer around. You can listen to the United States government, they will clearly tell you racism is still alive and kicking. This is the United States government will tell you that. First of all, we do not promote that in our present state that we cannot get up and continue to compete against the establishment that has been racist from the very beginning. We do not say we can't compete against that. We do not give any excuses on our propensity to practice excellence. You will never hear the Amaranth Squad say that or use that as an excuse. You will never hear say that at all at all, but we never said that there is still, that there is no longer a force out there that doesn't want Assad to do what he want to do. Assad told you how they will alleviate you out of a damn conflict. It's right there, right now in science. Look up uh, scientific Africa they had to come up with their own goddamn international journal because you literally had europeans coming into the country right going to certain countries doing research have africans help more research and they and they fucking alleviate their name off the papers it's not even all they research they wasn't given a fair shake i don't know why you think that all of a sudden, because we can go to goddamn McChickens and McDonald's and, and Geno's and Burger King and Whole Food Market and Harlem, you know what I'm saying? And we can vote and we can talk shit to the police. And we can do all that now that all of a sudden, everything is super smooth. It's not. We still have to stand up and never forget. So whenever I attack any situation, whether it's signs or literature, whether it's anything, I always have in the back of my mind that that there was a group of people. That enslaved my ancestors and put them in a situation that have to goddamn restart over again and again and again continually and I also remember that that system. That enslaved my ancestors have also convinced black people to go against other black people so i'm not saying because you black you right and i'm not saying because you white you wrong or because you white you right and because you black you wrong i'm not saying that i'm gonna do like we supposed to do i'ma follow the damn evidence and i'm gonna alleviate the color out of it that's what i'm gonna do because my question to you is well if it was an all-black department would that still yield results favorable? Does that mean because you're Black, you can't have human error? If we had all Black doctors working on vaccines, does that mean that somebody wouldn't go the back way and some kind of way, mess it up, and we not know it, trying to get a better, like, does it mean that? We cannot allow color to trick us. We just can't. I I, I agree with all of that.
8: I'm ready. That's
0: what you're trying
5: to do. It's your
8: damn point. Okay. I'm, I'm ready with that source.
5: Just, okay, can just, you put the source in the chat so I can um so I can look it up while you um after you read it? I appreciate that.
8: Cool baby. So let's share my screen.
5: Um yeah. Can you just put first can you put it in the regular chat so I can um look it up?
8: I'll do that in later. So the the title of the text is system. It says PIE, but that stands for Proto-Indo-European. The primary phoneme inventory and sound law system for Proto-Indo-European by Dr. Jonah Pasalo. This is a PhD dissertation, which is about the uh, uh, the online database and uh, the correction of the maryngeral theory uh, uh, indo european This is this starting on page 68. I'm sorry.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay.
8: I said I'm on page 68 of the document. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to read this section here and then we're going to go here. So it says the meaning of the term reconstruction in quotes has become somewhat blurred, owing to its different applications in connection with historical, internal, and these are types of uh, comparisons here, and comparative reconstructions, internal and external. The occasionally heated discussion on the topic is a result of misunderstanding caused by unsatisfactory definitions. As everyone knows, we always define stuff first. And I would like to comment on this situation briefly. Historical linguistics is sometimes understood as an independent science, and not the X axis. A platform of unrestricted hypothetical deductive models. This line of thought is exemplified by a quote from Kummel 2012-291, who opens his paper with this statement. When we reconstruct a proto-language, we produce a hypothesis about a non-attested synchronic state and about the changes leading from it to the attested languages. So he, he's quoting this here as something that you could just find in pretty much any uh, linguistic text. This is, this is what uh, some of the prevailing thought. But he corrected you know below. So he says, from the comparative point of view, Associating reconstruction with forming hypotheses is not acceptable. Rather than making hypotheses, the comparative method results in proto-phonemes discovered empirically and experimentally, based on correspondence sets defined by data. Every correspondence set finding a proto-phoneme must be reconstructed based on observed phonemes and features. Therefore, identities of the first class, and you have to read up further with, to understand the uh, first class, second class thing. In this, uh, yeah, in this process, hypotheses are not formed because the unambiguous portion of the data is anal- analytically projected onto the proto-language through the axiom of the identity x equals x. For example, in Rigveda. Um S equals Proto Indo European S. And so you can write this in the logical formula that Rig Vita S implies, you know, Proto-Indo-European S, starry form. So according to Setter's original definition, the Reconstruction designates inferred forms obtained through comparison with the Indo-European data. The idea that there is no written evidence for its existence is not entirely true either. Because written evidence of the unchanged phonemes and properties exists, and precisely that forms the core of the. In this sense, the compare. In this sense, comparative reconstruction is analytically and directly obtained from the preserved data. From a logical point of view, Proto Indo-European therefore exists in the unchanged phonemes. And features of the descendants and it is the goal of the comparative method to restore that language through reconstruction. occasionally internal synchronic or uh, and or structural reconstruction has been set in opposition to the comparative method from the comparative point of view by understanding internal comparison okay this is going to do um, a, a different conversation here but as he has he shows that it is not you do not formulate hypothesis um, after you have went through the process of, of uh, deductive, uh, experimental, um, you know, processes, and so you know, we have is at the end as a theory, and as wujawu uh, you know, saying read from the, the Wikipedia article, you develop theories, and so the hypothesis what you have at the beginning, we do experiments in linguistics. And so this is why i tell folks you have to there's a lot to learn when it comes to historical comparative linguistics and just like egyptology you cannot get through this and you know it requires you know some math and it requires knowing logical thinking uh how to construct truth tables and and all of this other kind of stuff but there's uh uh no way that a uh reconstruction is a hypothesis that goes against the very definition you know especially since we go through empirically uh, experimental uh, data to come to the conclusion of the reconstructive phoneme and so you those some of those phonemes still survive in the living languages of today so you're projecting those phonemes back in time into your uh reconstruction so it's not a hypothesis they live on in the living languages today and so again as i was saying in with the uh conversation with joshua you know you really have to sit down and learn all the nuances and details of historical comparative linguistics and it's not something you can just run through uh in a day randomly reading some stuff uh and not understanding the logic uh behind the process so this is a source and yeah i, got, I just I got um it.
5: i don't want to uh spend too much time i i just uh um i don't see where the uh conclusions or 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 probable so i have to look at this um i can see the process i can see the process with the proto Indo uh, indo um your Euro- european language i can I can actually see. I can actually see that. I just need to read the article, but um,
8: it's, it's a it's a dissertation. It's a whole entire dissertation.
5: Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. So, but the con- but the conclusion of the uh, reconstruction, right? Um, you're not saying that it's. You could say that every conclusion is is. Uh, how can I say is exact? Or and are you saying? or is it just probable? Predictive. It is. It, it, predictive. <laughs> predictive is a good word. I mean, I I can, I, yeah. So when, you know, we've had this long conversation on a single word called Kemet. So Kemet had nothing to do with a, 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 um, the whole language. Oh, man. To do here you go. Word.
0: Speaking of that word, Kemet, get the book uh, Illusioi, all right? Uh, I, 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 just lies, Charlie, Charlie. Charlie.
5: Eventually, Charlie. eventually, Charlie. I saw. Charlie. Eventually, Charlie.
2: I saw. I, saw I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is it? I, saw What's butcher? I will butcher. A name in a heartbeat, y'all. I've, I've never heard uh, that today, right?
0: I mean, that is a pretty. Uh, that's a pretty thick book. Just the half of it. Yeah, if I, hey Reggie, if I hit you with this damn book, I'll knock you
5: out, yo. Know. All the way in New York, all oh, the way in. It's, it's a weapon, it's, it's, a, it's, weapon. it's, it's a weapon, it's huh? page, right? Here. I'm being well. Here all hey, listen, Assar, congratulations on being able to uh produce a book that size. How many pages is it? It's 500 at the end, man. Garfield, I don't know about this. Books. Garfield got a 400-page book coming out.
8: But- but keep in mind that, um, this book size is eight and a half by 11.
5: Correct. So, so I don't next.
8: know how much that would, I don't know how much that would be in a regular six by nine. You, uh,
0: you ain't got no little words. If you know how big books, they big ass
5: words. Yeah. I, I don't think, uh, a six by, I don't think a, 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 a six by nine or, uh, or three by three by nine could, uh, all I can uh, see. could contain all those pages so i mean uh garfield is putting down some work too. 400 pages boy he little ass saw now all i can <laughs> see is bro you missed a lot of hangouts with this
0: that's all i can tell you what you doing i'm not, i'm not talking i'm i'm writing what you doing i'm not coming on hang out what you doing see you free last now yo
4: no i don't
8: you? i i got i got classes oh damn so, you Yo, know i, I, I gotta cold all day and and do math problems and I gotta grade papers and all man. that other good stuff
0: so my favorite chapter it'll it'll as i read this chapter four the african origin of the word science that's for all y'all knuckleheads to keep being knuckleheads want hey,
2: right? i wanna, I wanna I put to,
0: that link in there too anybody want to join in come on join in and get beat up
2: I wanted to um I get beat I up get to, I wanted to I wanted to um at least briefly discuss some of the details. Of the conversation with like because of peace something. and love to the family. Peace. Peace and love. At least um, this,
0: this brother and Gozi. Yeah, we know your damn voice, Gozi and Gozi.
10: Peace and love to the family. I'm gonna yeah, sit back. Gassi. I'm listening though.
0: What's up? What you think about? Oh, the, no. What's Wait. up with the discussion? What you think about? It? Did you watch it?
10: I think that the discussion. I, I don't think that Brother Sock ever debunked Afroasiatic, and I told him that before. Um, I think Brother Sack I want to congratulate him on his book, but I don't believe he debunked Afroasiatic. And if there is a field where you could not just use archaeology and anthropology, but you could use genetics with it, um, just studying people that speak the so-called language family that they label as Afroasiatic, they all have the same genetic components. Even going back in ancient times, you can study the Iberian Marusians. You see the same genetic components in Northeast Africa for the last 20,000 years, all the way to when you reach the Natufians in the Levant. You can see it dealing with the Horatian culture. And what Brother Osad did talk about with the um, Proto-Semitic languages coming out of the Sahara, and they talked about that also in that book, Gun, Gun, Gun Steels and Germs or whatever. It, 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 a few people know about Proto-Semitic coming out of the Sahara, but when they went into the Levant, the people that was already that he spoke on were already heavily mixed. They were remnants of the Natufians, and they were also remnants of those people that left from out of Iran, and those Anatolian farming groups who all fused together. So, it's a timeline to see what's what, and they had their own isolated language, but they adopted the Semitic, which is the last stratum of Afroasiatic before you get into this later stratum of Akkadian and Ugaritic. So, I think the discussion was powerful. I just don't think that Brother Assad proved his premise that Afroasiatic. It's false. I don't think it's, I, I, don't, I don't think, because just looking at the genetic trails, I can't give the ancient Egyptians to me, just me, just me and my personal research. I don't see them as being us, and I don't see the ancient Egyptians speaking any form of Bantu language in Niger Congo. But I do see long words. They did change, exchange things, and, 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 and because we to understand the genetics are older than the language families. Before these languages exist, people carry these genes before the languages exist. I mean, just studying E3B or EM215 alone and EV38, that marker goes back 42,000 years. The earliest phase probably, uh, probably of proto afroasiatic and then we just, just hypothetically speaking, if it exists in a proto-form, it exists only 18,000 years ago, if we based our, uh, our thesis off Christopher Eric. So the markers, these the DNA markers exist before the language families. But then when you follow the trail of the migratory route or, or, or human population, you can see that most of these people from the Berbers to the Somalians to Eritreans to modern day Egyptians, to modern day people in the Levant, they all have the same genetic features. Not just dealing with no little small haplogroup, but even going into the autosomal DNA, and then even going into the human antigens, It's all similar compared to where we come from in Southwest and Central Africa, our immune response totally different. Our methods of farming was different. But certain things that we take in and they don't take in, we, it's different. We don't even have, a lot of us don't even have a lactase consistent gene or LCT gene that modern Egyptians or ancient Egyptians had. Most of us can't even deal with milk the way the Egyptians did. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm just saying like, I don't think he proved his point. That's just me.
2: Okay, so let me. Um...
4: Hey, well, hey. hold on. I just want to say real quick that it's not an issue of me proving my point. We weren't discussing the merits of Afroasiatic, so I didn't present anything um, on Afroasiatic. You know, other than to to mention that it has not, by the standards of historical comparative linguistics, been established as a language phylum. And so, and and I and I provide a lot of. The citations from since everybody want to think that all black African scholars are biased on this, nothing but European white folks who who talk about Afro Asiatic and how it doesn't exist. And so, but none of that was presented today. So of course, I, I, I couldn't have um, proven my case because we didn't discuss it. And so, just well, to make
10: that well, clear. what you what you what you did what you what you did, brother. So you proved yourself as the authority of everything that you say and even with the african linguist those people are only accredited amongst themselves they're not accredited in, in, in outside fields it's like you brought up for example it was a good show you brought up uh, the, a, a sister and her mother and they and they come from a specific tribe and the language you can do that with any language bro you can find certain yeah, words in Indo-European. Yeah. No, no, let, me, no, let me just say this: Africans lie too. I wouldn't take what an African say with a grand You can't. Africans are. Ter- you can match Hebrew. So you got Africans saying that they come from Israel. You got Europeans saying they come from Mecca. You got these people saying they come from Arabia. And even when you look at the languages, like like for example, you brought up. I just read. Okay, let's talk about this one: Sumerian, because I don't want to get off the subject, right? the Sumerian language and you matched a few Bantu words up with it and you say, you see, you, 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 show it and prove whatever your, your premise is, but you have Indian scholars who match up the Sumerian language with Tamil. They do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So, so what I'm saying, and you brought up something about the Indo-Europeans, the Indo-European speakers, most of them, and I'm bringing this up, all have a genetic trail. Most Indo-European, the Persians, R1A, British people, R1B, uh, 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 these different groups, they have a genetic trail, and we know where that trail comes from. Those Yemeniya groups who brought the Indo-European language family. It, but one thing about these people that speak languages, they have DNA. But there's a genetic trail based off the language. If we just use modern times, just follow the trail, you can see what's going on. So for, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't see why there's a problem with introducing or bringing genetics with it because genetic kind of like. Fulfilling is the story because when you're just dealing with linguistics alone, without well, I mean, because because linguistics alone could be hypothetical. You have to have the proper scientific methodology in it. You have to include with archaeology and anthropology. Genetics itself is the final nail to it all because there's a trail that's still that we can see today, based off what people are doing and how people are living and certain things that they're doing and their levels of responding to things. It's a trail. So that I mean I don't understand why there's a problem to it. That's why i said, like you do understand the yes, rules yes, of linguistics. Uh-huh. You, let, let me just say this, I'm sorry, Let me just say this, sir. I get. I, hold, hold on, I'm sorry, Let me just say this. No, no. I, let me just finish. I got. I got one more second. I got one more thing I want to say. You do understand linguistics. I give you that. You understand the methodology of linguistics. But what I'm saying is, is that if a lot of people don't understand it, they could be, you can, 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 you can override their minds if they don't understand the rules. You know the rules, brother. Rules. Y'all know the rules. But you can do that with any language, bro. You can do that with any language. So that's all I'm for.
8: Yeah. All right, let me, let me just to, to, go to, to, to go back to the,
0: you You go back. Let me get in real quick.
5: Okay. Well, well I think
2: Osar's Asar, probably going to echo. I'm probably going to echo what is about to say. Um, I, I was going to say that today, just to be clear to the audience too, that um today's topic discussion on Asar's channel was not, a um a treatment on the validity of afro-asiatic so to say that Assad didn't prove that point that's really just a, a totally different off-
10: it came topic. up though but it came up it did come up for a little while it just, it was short but it came up i mean like, let's let's just be real it came up though but i'm hearing you brother it was about critiquing the book overall it was about critiquing what joshua did in his video i understand what it was overall about it was about Going over what he did, what, what, what he said about the book, I understand but it. But Afro Asiatic did come up.
4: No, no,
8: okay
2: There was no but conversation but about Afro Asiatic, so to sit but, here. But, Afro-
10: but but it came, but it came up though, brother. It did come up.
2: a lot, a lot of things came. A lot, a lot of things, a lot of things came up. But that's that's still not a justification for you to to come and accuse Asara of not proving his point. That's my point.
4: I'm trying to tell you, we did
8: so he brought it
2: up, but we didn't discuss
10: afro but bro, 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 Brother wu John, Brother wu John, Brother Assar, Brother wu Brother Brother But bro, Both of Bay- you, bro. Bay- let me just ask Bay- y'all a question. Bay- let Bay- me ask Bay- y'all Bay- a question.
2: Bay- I just brought it up. Barnum and Bailey Circus, I brought it up. What does that let mean? Let me ask you a question, though. Uh, let me ask you a question. Listen, you guys know
10: that the whole argument that we ever had, even when I was with, with the Honor Roth squad, I'm talking about amongst us, has always been Afroasiatic in and Bantu language. So what I'm asking y'all is this, okay, you saying it didn't come up. But that's what that's what the whole King Cyrus Osiris issue is. Team Osiris issue is is that we want you guys to show and prove because according to you, brother Asar, you say it. I mean, you if you didn't say it on this show, you say it all the time. Afroasiatic isn't real. It it doesn't exist. The whole point is we don't agree with that. We don't agree that, that the Egyptians that was bad it, too, and I, we and I, we don't and we don't agree I, that the Egyptians was us I, either
8: where Afro-Asiatic was established using the standard historical comparative method. That is the method used to establish genetic relationships. This is in every single- So, Chris, Chris, Christopher Everett
10: hasn't done that in that orange and he white book, Christopher Everett has it? Oh, okay. No, he so,
8: so, 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 he is, is so, 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 hold, hold on, hold on, so you tell us- oh, so. matter, matter of fact, let's do it like this. You 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 uh, made the argument that the, li- the the linguistics is hypothetical. You're really talking about reconstructions. Have you ever read Christopher Erich's nineteen ninety? I got two.
10: I got I got I got three of his books. I got the Orange and White book, the African Afroasiatic, the um, whatever it's yeah. called. Once I get to the crib, I can get that out. I got that one, and I also I got a when few of his books. But what I'm saying is, you is, is that
8: the words being compared are they from any living language outside of Egyptian? Egyptian is the only language that he uses that is a living language.
10: He compared bro bro okay we can we can talk about James B Allen. I got James B Allen work too. He matched uh, one one time he matched Hauser or Chadic.
4: He doesn't he doesn't
2: reconstruct any languages. Hey just just so, so, literally, literally. Start. Can everybody So, so, so
10: you are telling me that so so brother James B I mean the guy James B Allen didn't say in his book a in a book He matched the Egyptian literature or language up with the Chadic languages and other Afroasiatic languages. He spoke on the 20th century.
8: It's not about what he says. This is what I'm trying to get Charles to understand. When I'm asking you for the demonstration, I need the text where we can see line for line the 200 minimum word list of basic vocabulary that he is comparing to reconstruct the language family. There doesn't okay. exist when it comes to Eric. Okay. It doesn't exist with James P. Allen. This guy didn't even do that kind of work. You were you talking about Stobova or any of them? I have all their works. None of that exists. You would never find a text where they where they do that in, in the comparisons with the language. When you read Okay, post- once I once he has, has proto Semitic compared to proto Cushitic, compared to proto Chadic compared to Egyptian. and i think uh, proto my if if proto languages are all hypothetical and unreal you can't compare hypothetical unreal but languages. you but you, but but,
10: you but, but, but 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 this is where you put That's genetics what in it. that what I, what i'm saying it what, 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 what i'm saying is the final nail the, the final the, final nail, no, no, the, the final, the final nail me, on the coffin. Cul- the final nail on the coffin is genetic. Most of these people got the same genetic patterns. I'm gonna and say it again. Know. I'm headed speaking people. Gee, speaking people. Romo people. Bro, they did not. They were. They were not Bantu. No. Bro, the Egyptians were not no. Bantu. No. You're, you're, you're matching Bantu. You are. You are no. doing this
8: yourself in your own reality.
4: You know you, know that's me. what you're doing, bro. In your own reality.
8: Show me in your reality papers that demonstrate that you can detect you what got
10: language. the you you got there you got you, you got the literature
8: ask yourself
2: it. bro to i a lot people to talk bro.
8: all right hold on hold this <laughs> what we're gonna do everybody
0: chill everybody chill for me look we, we don't want to talk over nobody man it's a good discussion right i, yeah. I will, it I will happens all, all the time
8: when you ask them the basic
0: questions no on i'm not yelling i'm not no, no, saying. No, saying you are yelling bro i'm saying you talk you, you know you you know you got the super fast E one B one E one E one E one
3: B one. it's all love. It's um, all love. Know, feel-
0: goes, hold on, Gozi. Hold, hold on, hold on, so I, I Let to ask you just one God. question. And come on, bro. You know, man, you talk genetics, man. Yes, sir. I just want your mm-hmm. honest opinion. You and I both know, based off of the study of genetics, that just whatever a person' DNA market is. That in no way defines what the hell they say in out their mouth. Me, you know that. That you can't even detect that. That's impossible for real because people move so much back and forth. Like, like take us for example. If three hundred years from now, five thousand years from now, they dig about graves, right? They don't know what the hell we was we were speaking. They would say based off our genetic markers that one we come from Africa. So they would have to know the history of how we got over here, and then they would have to figure out what language we were speaking. You know what I'm saying? So they could never say what language we speaking. Was I a continental African that came over here? Or did, did I learn French when I came over here? Was I, you know what I'm saying? What group of you mm-hmm. I colonized by would determine what language well, i was? speaking? So I'm going to ask you honest mm-hmm. question. Can you determine what language a person speaks based off of their genetic markers I well, well,
10: well, 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 if you look at it like that, no. Like, I'm mainly sub-Saharan African, but say, I speak.
0: No, I'm done. Cool. No, no,
10: no, let me no no let me just say this. Let me finish it though. I just want to finish it. I wanna finish it. I'm mainly sub-Saharan African, but I speak English, and English is a part of Indo-European language family, right? Let's talk about the group population of America. So if they dug me and you up, um, they're gonna look at the overall population. Okay, why do these Sub-Saharan Africans exist in America? Who was the ruling class? Majority of America is European. And because the of majority of America, and they control the resources. So majority of America, they're gonna look up a few of the Africans, which me and you are, which is EM2 carriers, right? They they exist here, but they exist amongst a bunch of Europeans as the majority. So it, it makes sense why these people spoke an uh, Indo-European language, because for one reason they were a the minority and they were surrounded by a majority of population that were predominantly European descent. So why wouldn't we speak it when we're surrounded by them? And that's the same example for ancient Egyptians.
8: You probably
0: had a about few. The Africans
8: uh, speak five languages. There's no link. No, oh, no I'm sorry. You say who? And so, in, in this situation here- All right, this,
2: let me interrupt you real quick, Sorry, you, You're gonna to have to um, go out and come in or something because you, you're real choppy and, and, and um, nobody can hear people saying it even in So, chat, that,
10: so like know. Brother Ankh was saying, like I agree with Brother Ankh, you cannot determine based off like, for example, we're, African, we're Africans in America and we have EM2. So looking at us, you are like, damn, these people should be speaking the Niger-Congo language, they fossils is here. But they exist around a majority of people that's European. So it makes sense that because of the dominant group that was that controlled America, the dominant fossils that we found is predominantly European. Remember, white Americans still make up 65% of the United States of America, 65 to 70%. Not to mention Hispanics. Their limb proportions and, weight, and their human leucoans, even though they're triracial, but a lot of Hispanics are predominantly of European descent. Not all of them, but a lot of them. When you include all that together, it makes sense why these Sub-Saharan African fossils if they had a language family, spoke English because they were surrounded by nothing but Europeans, and that's the same thing with the ancient Egyptians. The ancient okay, Egyptians quick were
6: uh, I have a question.
10: Mm-hmm.
0: What about so? The mm-hmm. So, so let's so, um, mm-hmm. go, go
6: ahead, sis. Let the sis get in. Go ahead, sis. Okay, so so let's say like somebody like I am from Kenya, and we have mm-hmm. um, forty-two different tribes. So let's mm-hmm. say, um, and we're all black. Yeah, And we speak forty-two mm-hmm. different languages, um, and. Mm-hmm. A hundred years from now, somebody finds different fossils of different Kenyans around different areas around that country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, through their it, g- genetics, would they be able to determine which language each particular well, um, fossil was, well, um, you know, was speaking?
10: Well, the well, the president of Kenya today is a cool right? I mean, I don't, and I can't say it right, but the cool what is it? cool is that is, it, is that the, the Yeah, he's Kukuu, right? And mm-hmm. the Kikuyus are ban, the are Bantu's. The Maasai are Nilotic. You so you uh, so basically, uh, so let me just let me just say this: majority of the people in Kenya, you got a few of the, you got a lot of immigrants over there, and you got a lot of Somalis over there now. I know about the Somali world, but what I'm saying is, is that overall, you have the Kikuyus which is Bantu speakers, you have, or so-called Bantu speakers, because they migrated mm-hmm. over there, regardless to whatever it is, majority of the population of Kenya is Sub-Saharan African, whether no, they are but my
6: question Niger- is, uh, we are mm-hmm. all Sub-Saharan, but, I, but, but we are, uh, uh, hold on, um, because mm-hmm. when I, forget the Somalis, I'm talking about 42 different indigenous yeah. um, tribes, mm-hmm. not other, mm-hmm. not the Somalis and all that. So, mm-hmm. um, all of y'all look the same. If, exactly. I don't look like, um, I, but you can look at me and tell my tribe. But what I'm no, saying is 100 years from queen. now, mm-hmm. uh, how, how mm-hmm. would you be able to look at the different fossils that you come across well, well, they, in when, that geography well, they, and tell which well, when, language that person was well, speaking?
10: Well, when they look at the, well, here's the thing. We have to look at the majority of the population. Majority of the population of Kenya is still, let me, again, I compared America like with Brother Honk, asked the question and I'm asking it. Majority of America is predominantly European. The minority is sub-Saharan African majority of Kenya is still sub-Saharan African. You look at, I brought up Somali for a reason. Their morphology is different than y'all. They're still the minority compared to the other groups that predominantly sub-Saharan African. So if they looked at the Somali fossils, they would say like, hmm, these limb proportions are subtly different than majority of the limb proportions. What was the ruling class language? Okay. I'm going to look at these people or the majority and see what language family they spoke. It's either an allotted language. Because the because the Milos was there first, or it, it's a Bantu language. Because these are the fossils that we find as majority compared to these Somalians. Their limb their proportions is suddenly different from y'all. Their human right. leuco is different from y'all. But 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 still, the majority of Kenya is Sub-Saharan African. So it only makes sense that these fossils that looks like this that we find majority in this country. They had to be the ruling class that dominates the territory. That's why I asked you, what, what was the president? Do you president do you understand the question that I
6: just asked you? Because you're, you're really, yeah, uh, you're yeah, you you really you're not answering said, my question. Yeah. No, I am asking. I am asking your
10: question. No, no, answering no, no, no. You question. you went
6: to the Somalis. I didn't yeah. ask you that.
10: Yeah. No, I brought up I brought up Somalis. I brought up Somali I brought up Somalis because the Somalians are the minority in your country. I'm I'm gonna answer it again. I'm gonna say it again. One more time. I could do it as many times. It doesn't matter. You're the queen. Okay, here's the thing. The majority of the people in Kenya are Niger, Congo, or, not, or Nalotic, and they all have a specific feature that's similar. And the ruling class of Kenya, it's a, it, the Kukuyos that you brought up, he's the president, it's a Bantu language. The Somalians, who are a minority in that country, but they're there. Their limp proportions of fossils, is, their skulls is different than you guys. So if it was 100 years from now, and I dug, and let me, no, 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 let me, let me finish. If I dug up some Somalians, if I dug up the skulls of Somalians, but i seen a surrounding population of skulls that's different than these Somalians, it would make sense. We can't say, well, um, what length, they, they look different. They should be speaking some other type of language, but they're surrounded by this larger population who have a specific language. So the surrounding population had to have the ruling class, the ruling so, class, so so whatever, the, whatever the larger population is, is what the language family would have been. That's that's all okay, I'm saying, so the basically major you're saying
6: that um, you would only be able to use your method if you found Somali fossils. Uh-huh.
10: No, no, no. Brother, brother, run, you know, you're
6: not really answering the question. Brother, no, you know, I am. I'm um, um, asking okay, okay, We have, we have, um, we have Somalis. You could have used Indians. We could have used anything. But I'm just trying to ask you about. Uh, uh, in,
10: uh, Indian uh, Indian and Somalian skull is the same. Somalia's morphology is Caucasoid. It's not Negroid. If we want to, live I'm going to use the racist old
6: term, So, what of, would happen of, if Femirze. you found a fossil that belonged to uh, either of the majority? the tribes well,
10: well well they do it they do it today. When they looked up when they looked up the um pastoralist groups with the EV fifteen fifteen marker, it showed that they came from a group because you find Cushitic populations in Tanzania that's that's near, but it shows that that specific marker is mainly found with a lot of Afroasiatic speakers, but you found it amongst melodic speakers now.
6: For some okay, reason they so They adopted, I they adopted that so, culture. I'll, I'll and that. I'm, I'm answering it question. and I'm answering
7: it to you. What's quick that? question. She said she said the, they left from Kenya, which different mm-hmm. countries? What language mm-hmm. would they speak?
4: Is that, is no, no, cool? no, no, listen, no, 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 based, no, 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 no. Based on the fossils, that's a, that's the point. You right, and based
10: the, on and, and I'm asking the question. Based off the, I'm gonna say, let me just say it one more time, and it would take me five seconds. Based off the fossils, majority of the people, majority of the ruling class to this day in Kenya has a specific feature and a specific phenotype. If I was to go over there 20 years from now and dig up all these people, we're gonna see the majority of these people. Before I understand these people, I wanna understand the, 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 the area that I'm in, the geographics, and I wanna understand the people that control the territory. What language family that they have? So it okay. makes sense that majority of these fossils look a specific way, so they have to speak a specific language so okay but if i can come some but no no let me let me just say, let me just say it no 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 it makes sense if you think about what i'm saying if i found some
6: somalians
2: no already
4: no admitted no, that there's no correlation between biology and language.
2: So let's say this let you
4: already this. admitted that so there's no way but you're tell what language the people spoke especially in africa since they're multilingual Okay, bro, so,
8: listen, so in Gozi- bro, listen. Bro, listen, and- it doesn't,
10: bro, bro. Most, most of them multilingual, they are multilingual, lingual, lingual now, but they still have a, 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 front, a, a front-based language that controls it. Period. Yes, they can speak multiple languages, but they still have a. a, a go ahead, go ahead. Okay, listen to it. No, wait,
2: wait, one second. Let me just say this. Let me say this. And Gozi, let's bypass let's mm-hmm. all of that, what you're trying to do. Let me ask you straight mm-hmm. out so everybody can hear it. Is there mm-hmm. a genetic marker in anybody's body that will tell you what language they spoke? Yes or no?
10: That doesn't make sense. Why would it be a genetic marker that determines the language? I
2: didn't ask you that. Yes or no? Is there a genetic marker? There
10: is. There. There. That's there. There is not a genetic marker that can determine what language you speak. No. That. That doesn't make sense. There you go.
6: But hold on no 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 but no but that's
10: reverse psychology but no 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 that's reverse psychology though no 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 but you but that's playing games because here's the that's reverse no 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 you didn't know but but no you no 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 let me just say this
6: wait wait see 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 you you can know. Let's no, say something, because no. you, you spoke a lot you
10: spoke oh, a lot and, and, and let me you
4: can, yeah. get, you can get, no 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 give
6: me just give me give me one minute okay cuz you spoke oh, a lot hear, and hear, you Queen. said a few things i was trying to i could uh-huh. narrow it down for you and just actually say two of the majority tribes like the luo and the kikuyu but and you talk you talked about phenotypes i have a phenotype uh-huh. that, that that doesn't that does not uh, put me together with my tribe i have a kenyan phenotype as well so it does not, pheno, pheno, you can't use, you can't use phenotypes to actually tell what language sister, somebody speak.
10: Sister, listen, mm-hmm. let me just say this. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people in Kenya are mixed with Cushitic and Melodic. So mm-hmm. even it's if you don't look like, her, let, me, uh, hold hold on, on. Let, let me Let, let me just no, let me say, just say this. this. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't know if you guys like, I follow genetics all day. I can talk we about follow this all genetics day. No, let me just finish. Let me finish what I'm saying. I could she says she don't look like she say language. she say she don't look she says she don't look well no we I'm gonna get back to the language. You say you don't look like a specific typical of uh, Kenyan. Okay. No, so no I didn't say that. I say said with, have, with
6: no, I look Kenyan. I just said I did not okay. look specifically as per my tribe. So when you are trying to, to lean on so different what tra- tribes, what tribe what tribe tra- tra- tra-
10: Okay, what tribe are you?
6: I'm Lua.
10: Okay, you're Lua, right? Right. And, right. Luol, and, and that's what and that's and that's and, and, and isn't Obama father the law? it's part of the mood, yeah, right yeah, that's correct yes uh, okay uh, and, and then and they and they so-called they supposedly speak an a nilotic language right they have little portions similar to the nerves right
6: okay let me let me let me just correct you on one thing when we say we are Luo, does it and 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 that being um grouped under nilotic, i will let you know that Luo is a is is a, a whole group of different tribes that actually include but some they're of the- linguistically
10: in people.
6: Linguistically, mm-hmm. yes. But what I'm trying to say is that Lua is actually an injection of different tribes, smaller tribes that actually are Bantu as and well, so that I'm actually big... through time, wait, wait, through time, through marriage, through wars, actually got integrated to the Lua. So you can't use, um, it, it's a language. But, it has mature, nothing to do but, with but the language. Queen, so but Queen, but listen, no, oh, listen,
3: no, listen, no, Queen. Let me finish so I can take
6: a point. so you can understand so so even if you were to use genetics you would find Mm -hmm. a lot of lower people that actually are bantu as well would actually speak Bantu languages like well, I don't, like well, I don't, you can't don't, really, well, like, that's, well, that's the well, point well, that is being no, made no, like, no, 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 but, wait, but,
10: wait. but you, but I don't think you're listening to what I'm saying. I just said, before you just said that the Kenyans are mixed, they have a little, some of them got a little Cushitic in them, and some of them have a little Bantu in them. So no one is 100% anything. But
4: what I'm trying to say is, no, 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 no,
10: no, 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 no,
6: all right oh no Night that Night, that, Night, no,
10: no 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 I'm not even that's, finished though no, I, I want to no no ask her a question band. though she I want to ask her a question though 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 a majority hold on let me no no let me ask her a question though I saw before you go in I'm gonna listen to you we all we all build it a morphology is similar to a lot of the so-called Bantu speaking group morphology. So what I'm trying to say is, is that, so you used to be about okay. the nerve. Yes. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me say something. The NER, some of them have Bantu components genetically, but the NER, overall linguistically are part of a melodic language family. So the thing about Africa, let me just say that my mother's Fulani. My mother's Fulani. My grandmother's Algerian. I know about Africa, you know, well, on that side, but I've been raised culturally African-American. So what I'm trying to say is, is that I understand like what you're saying. Like when you say yes, the 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 or the Nuer, the, the Dinka, the Luo, they're all melodic, But yes, they have some insertions of a little uh, Bantu speaker, uh, Bantu geni- the typical genetics that a Bantu speaker have, or a typical, and some of them even have certain genetics that a certain Cushitic, a, a Romo Ethiopian, or um, a Somalia have because they all live in that, those zones. But when you look at their limb proportions overall, they will be similar compared to a person that's so-called specifically, directly Somali, regardless. So even if you look subtly different on the outside, externally from a Dinka or a nerd, overall, your limb proportions, I guarantee you, is a lot similar to okay. compare and contrast to one of them than a, a, a typical Somali. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. And, and, okay. And, and, so, and, to, and to ask, and to ask say, a Buja question, to, let, me just, let me just say this. To ask a Buja question, I, to ask, a question, I, to ask a question, he asked me, is there a genetic? No. you genetic. There is no... That determines a language family. It doesn't make sense. But there's a trail. It's no but, but it is <laughs> it a but. It is, no, it's not. It is a but. It is a but. Let me tell you. Let me, let me tell you why there's a but. No, there is a no no no, it is a but. You won't let me talk. I'm gonna tell you the but. I'm gonna, tell you but. I'm gonna, gonna, say, gonna say it right now. Uh, Major, majo- ma- majority, majority of the Indo-European speaking people within that language family to this day. Has a specific marker that you can see all around. That's the butt. I don't care what you say. And the same thing with the Afro Asian speakers. Modern Egyptian EM78, Somali is EM78, in the form of EB32, Egyptian EB12. Um, The Burmese oh, EM81. Good, they all have
4: good, some specific subclades of E3b, and then all and that same marker go all brother, the way up. Ngozi, M- M- you've already admitted. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, listen. You've already. I you know, <laughs> understand it, man. I
10: understand
4: it. Ngozi, you've already admitted that there is no genetic, biological, genetic correlation to language. The conversation ends. We can talk about- It doesn't end. It doesn't,
10: it end. it doesn't end because is, the, it the it genetics, does. these genetics it have us- No, it doesn't. doesn't. These genetics, no, it, do, it doesn't, no. These
4: genetics have a- is, The people this this with these genes have- this Conversation, I'll put it like Brother, this. Listen. You provide me a scientific source. Matter of fact, give me five scientific sources that link genetics and DNA, where we can look at the actual markers and it determines what language people speak. Until Brother, you provide listen. me that, I don't want to hear that. Brother, brother, listen. Brother, listen. You,
10: you, you can make. You can make up. Listen. Most. I'm gonna say it again. Most Niger Congo speakers, whether oh it's Mindes, whether it's Yoruba, whether it's Bantu, whether it's Atlantic Congo, Volta Congo, they have a specific marker, and you can see it amongst them today. EM two and EM three three, and they all. And a lot of them have a sickle cell, uh, uh, sickle cell steering component. You can see it amongst them today in Western Central Africa. EM two, EM two and five, and the only reason why Ramsey the third possibly had it if they didn't make a mistake because we don't want to talk about that. But the only reason why he possibly had it is because a few of those people in the last phase of that Hello scene leaked back into the Sahara and went back east. And when they went back east, as you said on the show, there were already people winging around the Nile. There were already people winging around the Nile. And that was a predominantly EM78. So you do have a few EM2s that leaked back that way. And what I'm saying is is that the, the languages, people that carry genetics today, you can see the commonality in the language family that they carry today the in each population in each area where these people live. I don't understand why
0: you why you can get past that. That don't make sense. It hey, goes How would you judge finding a population of Mexicans all speaking uh-huh. goddamn Spanish? You it makes sense. I, I, there, I, I, it, I, I, no, no, I, I'm gonna tell you why.
10: Because Mexicans, their limb is mixed. They are a combination between Spanish, European. They're mestizos. It makes sense. Yes. They were di- patern- paternally I, paternally. Let me let I, me spend, let me just answer, let me ask a question. They're mestizos paternally, most Mexicans are r one bm 269, like their Spanish forefathers. Their mothers maternally are mainly Native Americans. And when you look at their limb proportions, they have mixed limb proportions. So it makes sense, when you look at the Mexicans, oh, they're they're mestizos, they have a morphology that's similar to a paleomongoloid, but the back of the skull appears to be elongated or flattened, like a modern carcassoid, and his limbs is long. He don't look like this population of paleomongoloids from 4,000 years before, but in this area you can see the fusion. Let's look up the history of these people. Let's look up how that they comes in oh, to for being man. who they are as Mexicans. Oh, Most Mexicans man. are mestizos. So so Mexican bones,
3: can But speak they were but they be mixed
10: with Europeans. Uh, speaking yes they, mix with, yes, they did mix with Europeans. Yes, they did mix with Europeans and they speak and they speak Spanish. They speak a European language.
4: They speak a European language. Spanish indo European. You already admit that there's no genetic marker that determines uh language, that's bro. That's,
10: it's a bro, but 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 these people, but these people that care, but bro, these people that carry genetic bro, markers bro, speak bro, a language.
4: I need you to provide scientific sources or in the conversation because you're getting repetitive. these. I, I, I'm, and, and I'm asking the question, I'm asking a question. So I'm sorry, so I'm sorry, so I'm
10: sorry. Let, let me know, let me ask you a question. Let know, me ask you, y'all asking me questions. Y'all hey, listen, y'all asking me questions. Y'all <laughs> so asking me questions, let me ask you a question. I'm sorry, you asking me questions, let me ask you a question, okay? Hold on, you got to provide I the source. Uh, like,
4: you gotta, you wait, gotta, hold on, you got to provide the source. for. You for okay, the source. let's, right. let's the
10: talk, let's talk, let's talk, okay, that's the rules. Okay, listen.
4: What, what you think I want you to look up, I, I want, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. What do you think I
10: should
0: start reading that for that source? And then you can ask the question. What, uh, on genetics?
10: Shit, you can get it, to, no, you, no, can no, no, you can look up naturally. in
0: genetics relationship to language.
10: Oh, look up, look up the Yemnaya's, and look up the language family, Yemnaya Indo-European language family, and Yemnaya, and it shows you the trail and the genetic trail. It's all put together. So if you type up Yemenias for Indo-European, and look up the language family, or
4: um, another, of uh, type you, up. Um, you, you you do know that uh, that there were already people around Europe that adopted. Indo-European languages. Because uh, okay, and let's get it. Let's on, get into it. Let's hold on. No, 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 no. Let's get hold on. Hold on. You can't keep cutting people off when they start talking. All right, I'm gonna this. ask you a question. The, the Go courtesy, ahead. The courtesy is when someone's talking. You let them finish. Hey,
10: it's all out of love, so I Hey, man, you know I get excited, man. It's and love. He, Don't trip. Yeah, we're trying
0: to get it all in. This is a we yeah.
10: this is reunion. This is reunion, man. So Assad, so, listen. I, no, so, listen. I have oh, no, I, no animosity, bro. I promise. We just build it. We build it. I
4: understand. It. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. There's, 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 okay, a, there's, there's an ebb and flow to conversations. You know. You can, okay? Hey, okay, my okay, fault. My phone. Hey, girl, Go ahead, King. King? That, that cut off. That cut off Get it in, here, Gull- King.
10: And Goldie Gull- <laughs> <and> Gull- <laughs> <and> Gull- <laughs> fighting for his life. <laughs> Get it in. A- a- <laughs> it's, it's all, it's all, it's yeah, all love. Bro. I'm listening, brother. I'm gonna ma- 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 be sad. crying.
0: They should be in this I- motherfucker. Where you at, Miss Tiffany? No man, they should be
8: out? Where
10: they
0: at?
10: Uh, hey, hey I, I think I think it's a, a I think it's a beautiful build, but I want y'all to know I'm only excited. I, It's no, I'm just I'm here. We building. I I want to make sense out of reality too. So I, I'm listening. Go ahead, brother. So I'm gonna fall back and listen. Then I I want to answer too. Let me answer too when you finish.
4: I I, I uh all all I'm requesting. And of course, you mm-hmm. don't have to provide it now. I don't expect you to just pull out the data. Okay. But but before next Saturday, you know. Okay. Uh, you know, just just give us those those uh, scientific papers that, okay. that that establish that that positively establish the the languages with with DNA, where we can assess their methods and and go from there.
10: Okay, okay, okay. I I will do that, and I, and I thank y'all for allowing me to have time to bring my sources, because you know, I'm a raw squad is about sources, so we're gonna bring the sources. I will do that. I promise before this Saturday, and I want to talk about, just right quick, if, you don't, if y'all don't don't mind, can I say what I'm going to say? You know what I'm saying, on in Indo-European thing, just to add on to a little bit of what you were saying, brother Asar? I'm,
4: I'm correct. <laughs>
10: okay. You are correct. Before Indo-European came into Europe, there were two phases of European waves that were there. You had the Mesolithic Europeans, who were what Cheddar Man was that they just discovered, and you had um, the, um, 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 the, Ana- the Neolithic Anatolian farmers. They came from out of Turkey or early Turkey. They came and brought agriculture up there before the Yemenites came there. The Yemenites is the base population that they use as an example to talk about the so-called Indo-European language family spreading. They call them the, um, the um, pastoralist um, milk-drinking Russians or the pastoralist wave that came from the Russian steppes and came in and brought the Indo-European language family. And that's correct. There were groups of people that were up there, Mesolithic Europeans and Neolithic Europeans. Mesolithic Europeans died out, then the Neolithic Europeans came in, and after the Neolithic Europeans, this is when you find the Indo-European language family, which gave rise to the Bell Beaker cultures and different things in Europe. So I am aware of that, but they 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 source the Indo-European language family to the Yemenis that brought it there from the Russian steppes. The same way that's connected to the um since they found the Harappa fossils of India, they know that based off those fossils, that the Harappa civilization um, didn't have um a, a Aryan component or Aryan they, like we when, when talk about genetics or whatever. It doesn't have a language. No, it doesn't have a language. But based off what they found with the Harappa civilization um skull, the female skull, and they they, they sequence the DNA from the ear of the you know, the skull, the ear uh, column part of the skull. They was able to see that it didn't have a lot of the components that a lot of modern Hindus have, or Hindu speaking, Hindi speaking people today have, and that gave them the idea that the Harappa group did not speak an Indo-European language because the genetic component that most of the Indo-European speakers of India today have is absent from the Harappa fossils that was there. So they gave them the idea that these were Tamilian group speaking people or Dravidian type of people. They had a um, Mixture between the Adam and Eve, uh, Adam and Eve type people that were there in India at one point, and um, farmers from Iran, Eastern farmers from Iran that came there and came together to formulate the Harappa civilization. So, a lot of the common Indo European speakers' genetic component they carry is mainly R1B or R1A. That's what they have today, but when they looked at the fossils and they sequenced the DNA, the R1B and R1A was acid, so it'd be impossible for them to be, speak a so called Indo-European language, not saying that R1B and R1A is uh, Indo-European, it, it, that's, a, that's, a Indo, it, that's the gene for Indo-European, no, I'm not saying that. I'm trying to say that most of the Indo-European speakers have a specific genetic component and it's still ringing around to this day. And just studying the Harappa fossils kind of prove what I'm trying to say if you guys feeling what I'm saying that's it
4: hold on before uh, anyone responds um, I'm going to have to go so because uh, I do got work at 830 in the morning. OK, OK. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to go to sleep and I'm going to ask the ancestors and the spirits to uh, give me a vision of that genetic marker. <laughs> Thanks uh, to the languages. All right. O'Sha. And I'm going to give my uh, results <laughs> in the morning. All right, Peace Peace all All right. right.
2: Yeah, we'll Oh no, I'm I'm satisfied as long as people, the audience understands that there's no uh, biological reality to a a language that a person speaks. Just like there's there's no uh, race has no biological reality. As long as people understand that, then we we can have a separate conversation on migration patterns and stuff because that's that's really what Ngozi is 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 uh, doing a good job at explaining. But I just don't want people to be confused that you can look at a person's genetic uh, genome mapping of their of their whole genome or whatever. You're not going to find not a single SNP that's going to tell you what language that person spoke. So as long as we're clear on that, then we we could talk migrations, and I and I, and I love it. I, I love I love to talk migrations of, of genetic population and all that good stuff. I'm I'm with you on that. But don't let's just not confuse. Not to say that you're confusing, but I don't want anybody to be confused about correlation of language and genetics. That's uh, that's
10: But but I don't wanna confuse the audience either. That never was my argument. My whole thing was like I always said, again, just using the Harappa fossils and I'm just gonna use them. There's a genetic trail or a group. When you study these group populations, they have a language family and they carry genes. Not saying that R1B and R1A again is an uh, Aryan gene because again, Linguistics or languages has nothing to do with genes, as Brother Onk said. I'm mainly Sub-Saharan African, but I live in America and I speak English. But I'm surrounded by nothing but the majority, which is predominantly Caucasian and European. That kind of tells a story of what go, what went on, and what happened. And he brought up Mexicans. Mexicans are mainly mestizos. They have uh, they're they're mixed. They're they're mixture between Paleo-Mongoloid groups that was here prior before, and Mediterranean Europeans that came to dom- dominate, you know, um, the Latin America or whatever. So it makes sense of what's going on. And when you sequence their DNA, guess what? Most Mexicans got R1b M269, like a British man or a French man. But they conjure DNA as Native American. So it makes sense when we go into the trail and say, "Oh, okay, he has a uh, R1b M269," and he speaks Spanish. This is a common marker that Indo-European speakers had. The same way with our Afro, so-called Afroasiatic, if you want to use that word. I like to call it pro, uh, some type of a language because it started in Africa anyway. But if you want to use that, most of the Afroasiatic speakers have a specific genetic component or a specific SNP, and it's E3B. Most of our niger Congo speakers, it, whether it's whether it's Bantu, which means people, or whether it's volta Congo in the form of Yoruba or Igbo, or whether it's um, a lactic Congo in the form of Wolof or, 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 or Mindy, they have a specific marker. They carry it. It's mainly EM2. And we all have common traits. Our human leuko engines is the same. The way we our metabolisms is the same. Just looking at just looking at the patterns, it makes sense compared to modern Egyptians and ancient Egyptians. So I mean, I just followed the trail of the migratory route. They helped me make sense out of life of what, what was going on, you know, and, and, and what direction it was in. Oh people went in, I'm sorry.
4: Yeah, like I said,
2: that's that like, you know, that's good that to talk migrations and and where the um, mutations occurred in, in the form of haplogroups and where they are and, and where they end up uh, and follow the trail up to today. That's I'm saying that's excellent. I don't have any problem. But the issue is, and you already said it just now, so I don't want to be the dead horse, that um linguistics <laughs> has, has no genetic uh, reality. But let me let me say this. Um like for me, for for example, my paternal haplogroup mm-hmm. is uh, EP two fifty two which comes out Oh, you say that's the eurova e1b1a7a that's another name for it. Me and it. for
10: me you got the same marker
2: right exactly that, that's on paternal side and and the and the maternal mm-hmm. is uh l3 something something, something. i don't know mm-hmm. about my head whatever the case is and mm-hmm. and as far as my um my uh you know autosomal dna that, that's that's you know the, the the um the deep that's the you know the y and and, and the maternal but in terms of my mm-hmm recent ancestry i have a percentage that's over in kenya and all the way over in uh, west africa both sides of the of the continent so so you and I, but
10: you know you know you know why though right king
2: oh yeah I, I know i know i mean you know i i have a good um understanding of why But i'm saying but here's my point with the audience mm-hmm. though, is that i'm over here in america I, I was born and raised, speak English. I'm in American culture. I was I was cultivated through American culture. Whatever. If I were to visit Africa, and something were to happen to me, is people dug me up because of my haplogroups. Uh, are are from West Africa, um, pri- primarily. They would not be able to tell that I was born and raised and 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 was influenced by an American culture speaking English. the The assumption on the surface would be that I'm one of the speakers that that there wherever I'm at that whatever cluster that I cluster with at that, that period of time, and that would be a, a, a 100% error on the part of someone making that assumption. So I just want to illustrate the fact that language and DNA, there's no, there's no direct correlation, whatsoever. Can Can I ask a
5: question, in Ngozi? Yes, go ahead, Kenny.
2: Yeah, so uh, your vocal
5: cords, do your vocal cords have uh, genetic markers that that may affect language? I, three, two, you know, what are you?
10: The Fox P2 gene is responsible for our vocal uh, vocal system. We right. have the Fox P2 gene that's responsible for communication with through our vocals. We'll go ahead. Right.
5: So it's certain a gene for
10: that.
5: So certain languages, aren't certain languages depending on the structure of your vocals, your vocal cords? Reggie. Um, as no. For, so
10: no, no not no 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 not at all. No. The Fox you 2 no, no, not at all. No.
5: So uh, no. so for example, so uh a child born in uh let's say uh uh baltimore uh if mm-hmm. you put them in an african if you put them with the uh let's say you put them with the senegalese or you put them with the twa right and they never mm-hmm. and that's their uh how can i say that's their new language will they genetically be able to speak that language
10: no because if you get a baby from baltimore and he's been in america all his life and then you put him in the middle of senegal he don't even speak the same language at no, all they, if he's they, they uh did. if
5: he's raised if he's raised in that environment will he will will his uh will he function uh uh will he I function mean, as well as an indigenous based i mean on his i biology? mean like,
10: yeah yeah if, if he was raised over there he able to adjust yeah i mean we see it all the time king in our communities you get that one white boy to hang around us and he learned our logo and he learned our slang. And he grew up around us. And he act like us. And he learned survival tactics like us. I mean, if he was around us and he understand the surroundings, yeah. We, we ultimately we all human. Humans adjust and adapt. Right. So it don't, you know what I'm saying? we adjust. But
5: the size to of your the size of your vocal cords, and uh, that has that that has nothing to do with language.
2: No, because women women, no, women, no. women anatomically no. women women women's uh, are different. Uh, if you look at yeah. Uh, the gender so that so based on that logic reggie then women would not be able to speak the same language as men uh and so on and so forth
10: so that yes that's correct so okay. no the sound of the vocal cords don't
2: matter okay. so, so remember Re- Re- reggie,
5: No, i'm not i'm not sleeping i just asked a, i just asked a question oh that's a, that's
2: a good question but but remember reggie the, the 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 language is based on the manner and place of articulation so so right. so as long, as long as you don't have a disease in the in the actual orifice of your mouth and tongue and stuff, mm-hmm. like that, then because some people have speech impediments, um, some people have lisp and stuff like that, or or whatever because of maybe where their teeth are shaped or where, or the function yeah. of their tongue, that's where it gets a little tricky and different. Okay. Yep.
5: Okay. Oh man, a saw left.
10: So okay. uh, yeah, I I, I I overall I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I bring the, the 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 work man so we can all build, and I mean I I just think it's important. So yeah, like brother Wu, I didn't like brother Wuja, I didn't even know you and me had the same paternal marker. So that means paternally we descent from the same people. So on you know our deep ancestral lineage paternally. So that's that's important. I didn't know you was EP two five two. That's predominantly So, so your friends.
5: So you friends now
10: everybody my brothers <laughs> i ain't got nothing against these brothers we family <laughs> you know what we step for the same thing so it, well, i think brother um brothers um the brother Western ain't got the same mark as a sinjeti sinjeti's ep252
2: yeah exactly yep so yeah, yeah ultimately you know, to, 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 to uh de and and it goes to uh em 96 uh and after that it's em 180 uh yeah Ep two fifty
10: two. So yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and we got the we got more of a later strand of uh, of em two that developed. You know, a later strand of ep 252 but it's predominantly found in Yoruba man, and a few Eastern Bantu speakers have it as well, and a, a lot of Time people have it paternally. Ep two fifty two, which lets you know that a market doesn't exist in in one place, but it exists in in close zones. You know, you found it in the Gabon and land, You found a few Igbo people with it, and you found a few EP two amongst Eastern Bantu speakers. It's all the way over there, but again, it was a Bantu expansion, so we can see the trail. You know,
5: um, I was uh, I was just reading an article. So uh, it's from the Max Planck, and it's a it's a it's a article on language and genetics, and it um it's interesting it says genetic methods have revolutionized research into many aspects of languages including the tracing of their origins gene variants underlie individual language skills genetic pop, um, genetic predisposition might favor the evolution of structural features of language i'll read more into it but uh the max max Planck institute is uh talking about uh genes and the capacity of uh of i guess verbalization uh so uh, i'll read more into it maybe we'll come back to it
10: that's dope that's very important brother reggie that's what i'm saying we that that's important right there that's dope and it it makes sense
5: right so that's why i was trying to uh, figure out if you drop someone from who was born in baltimore right and you drop them into let's say the twa people they may have uh, different uh, uh ways in which to speak and uh genetics may play into it i'm not saying i just uh looked at an article and i was just curious so uh we'll come back to it
2: yeah but here's the thing okay. um for 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 even right now most most uh native english speakers in america if you were to go over to saudi arabia and try to speak Arabic and pronounce the full phonological inventory of their language, we can't do it just on the strength. We can't of, do it at all. That's just, right. Just on the strength of our of, of our mouths and articulation are not trained. But but we can train ourselves to do it over time. So, so you know, we all know this, but the thing is that there's no marker that will tell you what actual language. There's no marker for Spanish. There's no marker for um German. There's no marker for Arabic, and so on and so forth that's the that's the major point even with the click languages um you can actually learn that there, there's people who are indo-european like like fully fully that you would think uh, white that will go to south america south excuse me, south africa and learn the proper uh cliques um of of those particular languages of south africa as well and they would do it good and matter of fact you you can actually look up polyglots on youtube right now and you'll you'll see where there's a couple of uh, europeans and africans who are Polyglots to speak, you know, 12 or more languages, and they run through the different languages, um, saying sentences and stuff, and, and it's amazing.
5: How come I can't roll my uh, how can I roll my tongue like the comedics when they say, <laughs> 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 no, because no, no. you know what, I'm caught, cop- uh, because a, a comedic elder said that I was a constipated, need some sun, uh. Talking about Baba Haru. Well, somebody said that, and I'm just trying to figure out if I'm uh if the comedics are more uh uh efficient. Uh how can I say? That's funny, and, yeah. I'm just trying to figure that out because uh uh someone dirty man just, Look. Look. did something and and if yeah.
2: Hey y'all, just real quick, um I I, I gotta run, man, but it's been real and I okay. I, I enjoyed the, the el- all, between um right. Joshua and Asar and also this this uh um, discussion here so i want to uh, say peace to the family peace to the panelists everybody on the panel um this is really good hopefully we can um have these bills um more often in the future too so that's right run, sure. into the run into the Duat. running into the duwat man exactly hey peace and love hey, <laughs> hey <right laughs> on, i'm 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 going to go go meet uh, yakub in his backyard all right <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
10: Yeah. Hey yo, it was it, it, it was good building, man. I, you know I, we can finish it. I'm gonna make sure I get the paperwork to done. Uh, we don't we to build, bro. I, this is important. I think it's important. I ain't build with y'all in a minute, and I was excited. So y'all know, like, what i the math mad scientist. I just like to talk. I'm I'm just here. I enjoy myself. So you know, I, this is a good build.
0: Yeah. All right, man. Look, we out of here. Appreciate everybody in the chat room, man. Appreciate y'all stopping through. Uh, check back tomorrow y'all gonna beat the brakes off at double x that's my man but i gotta see him i gotta see him man so you know i appreciate everything and everybody man uh make sure you hit that cash app man all right the link is peace. In. peace. all right man peace to everybody y'all already know what it is and you know we out
3: power
5: You funny guy, Reggie. You're I'm dark. not dark enough for some comedics. You're
0: funny. Reggie is a funny guy. I oh, am man.
5: not dark enough. I didn't know they was going to pull a color card on me.
0: <laughs> You're funny guy.
5: He uh, must be gone. Yeah, they hit you with the color card, bro. He, he hit me hard with the color card. Ain't that something? Uh, ain't that something? But that's just the way it goes when you don't agree with them, right? They go real low, right? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. So it